This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to the home of the Columbia Central High Lions, 103.7 WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. Welcome into the Murray County Public Schools Game of the Week. My name is Drake Colley, and we are broadcasting to you live from the Lions Den at Columbia Central High School as they take on the visiting Spring Hill Raiders tonight. On the call will be the one and only smoothest talking man in Columbia, Mr. Barry Duke, and along with Mr. Duke and myself is the Murray County Public Schools Athletic Director, Chris Pointer. To my right, Chris, you doing okay tonight? I'm doing good. Glad to be here. And running the boards for us is the one and only Big Lou Maddox. Big Lou, you got everything under control for it's, our it's, listeners. We're, and, yeah, and we're our, going good. We're and going our good. viewers tonight. Now, right off the bat, Big Lou, why don't you give us give them the rundown for our listeners if they want to go online where they can find us. Yeah, Drake, we are on both stations tonight, simulcast as we call it in the biz on WKRM 103.7 FM, also on 101.7 WKOM FM. Uh, both of those radio stations, you can find the broadcast of this game. You can also find our call online with a live stream video of this basketball game tonight. Easiest way to get to it is WKRM Radio on Facebook. You can also find it on YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. And then you can also go to our website, WKRMRadio.com, WKRMRadio.com, to find the live stream of Columbia and Spring Hill tonight from Central High School. And, Barry, we just had this game last week, man. Yes, it did, and, last but, Saturday. And the girls' game was exciting. It went to overtime. I it mean, was. it was – it was. it was really a hard-fought ball game, and we expect the same thing tonight. We do. It was a perfectly played game. To, uh, a perfectly played game. Uh, both teams played their hearts out, went into overtime, and then Columbia unleashed a weapon that they hadn't used in a long time in Samira Angus. She was kind of a secret weapon. I mean, she was. we didn't really see her all night long until – Right at the end of regulation overtime. and overtime. Yeah. Exactly. She came in probably in overtime. I told me got in foul trouble, had somebody fouled out. Had two players to foul out, and then Samira came in, who was a starter at the beginning of the season and hadn't really played much other than the first three or four games. And then she came in in overtime and uh, had nine or ten points. I know she had three uh, trays and maybe a free throw. She had 11. Yeah, 11 points. Okay. 11. That's what I had her down for, 11. And, you know, there's an old, there's an old term that the, the old-timers use, like me, uh, when someone's on a heater. And I would say Miss Angus was definitely on a heater last Saturday night uh, at the end of that ball game against Spring Hill as Columbia held on and pulled that game out for the victory. The boys' game, not as not as competitive. And ironically, uh, backtracking just a little bit, okay. ironically, she had 11 points, and Lady Lions won by 11 in overtime. That's she, she's a player of the game, and that, That's yeah. right. And yeah. I, even though she didn't, I didn't even, we didn't see much of her until the end of the game in overtime, she was my player of the game. She made the difference when it counted, you know, to pull her team ahead and take them on to victory. So uh, we might – 
We might see a little bit more of her tonight. Who knows? Exactly. She obviously matched up well with and, this team. And, of course, the Lady Lions winning last night over Warren County at Warren County. Lady Lions winning 83-48. Uh, very impressed with Spring Hill, uh, coached by uh, uh, Dr. Tashira Goodman-Jones. I talked to her right before I came up here to broadcast, and uh, she was talking about last night's game. They had a little down play last night, didn't play up the par last night, but uh, they're geared up and ready to go tonight against Columbia Central. Well, Columbia right now, as far as the district, not, district 9 4A standings in Region 5, is sitting roughly in third place all by themselves with a 3-4 and four record behind Lincoln County and Coffee County that are undefeated in the districts and two really fine girls basketball teams in Lincoln County and Coffee County. And so Columbia wants to stay. Chris, how does that work? Explain to our listeners where they want to be coming into the district, coming I mean, into tournament time. I mean, honestly, they, you know, you want to be in first uh, <laughs> exactly. going into the district <laughs> to, be, to, make, uh, to simplify it. But I think, I think right now, knowing that they played Coffee County twice, they played Lincoln County twice, they want to be able to hold on and secure that third-place seed uh, going into uh, the playoffs. You know, the top four teams will compete in the playoffs, but the top four teams also advance and move on into region play. Uh, the setup is a lot different than it has been in the past on how you got to win, and it kind of gets overly complicated. And obviously, too, we'll be on the radio show for about an hour just trying to explain it. Okay. But, you know, if things play out the way that it looks to be, you know, and I don't think they do a play-in game. Barry, you may recall, I don't think they do a four or five play-in game. So I think the top four teams advance. Exactly. One one will play four and two will play three. So it looks like the Central will have Lincoln County uh, as their matchup going into district play for the tournament. Okay. We, uh, we are perched at the very top row, uh, directly at half court, directly across from the scorer's table. I thought I saw some smoke earlier. Was something on fire? Oh, boy, I mean, That's probably like, like, Yeah, they, they, brought out, they brought out some big boy lights today, the what? smoke machine. I mean, oh, since you're playing a, against Spring a, Hill. That's and, a fog machine. Yeah, fog, okay, fog right, machine. Well, yeah, fog well, machine. Good. Well, I'm, I'm not going to worry about that anymore. I was a little... Worried why, why yeah, the alarm had gone off. We ain't had I didn't the hear any sirens, or I didn't see any firemen, so I guess we're going to be okay. It was the fog machine only. So I tell you what, though, I, I'm really impressed with the uh, Spring Hill girls, uh, particularly the point guard Mariah Ramsey. Uh, she had an outstanding game against Columbia Central on Saturday, last Saturday. She had nine points, but uh, she fouled out, and and that's when everything went to went a little haywire yeah, for I, it, uh, I, the I, Red I, Raiders. The Raiders. Lady Raiders. You're exactly right. I think Ramsey is the point is the quarterback. You know, exactly. I mean, I, I mean, everybody a coach will tell you that my point guard is the quarterback of a basketball team. They get your team into the offense, call the, make sure they're in the right defense, inbound plays, whatever it is. And Miss Ramsey just happened to foul out towards the end of regulation, and uh, it just kind of. Uh, her, her substitute came in, turned the ball over immediately to Columbia, and it just, like you said, things just kind of fell apart with Spring Hill. She's the quarterback of the team, but she can handle, or she handled Columbia's pressure real well, and Columbia will put pressure on you with Sabaya Morgan, along with uh, Mulholland and Tiana Edwards and Anaya Mulholland and Tiana Davis, and along with Kayla Crawford. They will put the pressure on you, but where Spring Hill has an advantage is – 
their physicality was unreal on last Saturday night. It was unreal. Well, uh, with, players, and, and their size was was it, something that put Central at a very very much sort of disadvantage. Big time. But I think again we go back to what our strengths and weaknesses are, and Central strength is being able to get in transition, their defensive play, getting transition baskets, pressing, and putting the the pressure on the opposing team. Spring Hill only has seven players. They need to try to run them out of the gym, tire them out, get them in foul trouble, and position themselves for a victory. And on Spring Hill side, I'm going to use my size to my advantage. And I'm going to take the ball in the post. I'm going to take my time. I'm going to run a half-court set. And I'm going to use that square on the back of that backboard to try to create as much uh, uh, separation between me and, and, and Central High School as I possibly could. The yep. glass is your friend. Also, I want to mention the physicality is uh, – J.C. Brashear, very physical player, very, you know, moves well. Along with Goodman. And, and then the, the second physical daughter. player is Mimi Goodman. I mean, and, she, they're, they're both terrific and, and tall young ladies. And that, you know, Chris was talking about uh, where the Achilles heel for Columbia be, might be, and that's in their team is a little vertically challenged. I'm just going to use that. To say that they're not that they're small in stature, they're just not quite as tall as most of the teams they play. But they are much quicker. The last game uh, it was, of course, uh, Columbia Central winning in overtime, fifty-seven to forty-six. And tonight, uh, Spring Hill will have to match Columbia speed, and Columbia will have to match uh, Spring Hills physicality if they have some big strong young ladies inside to dominate and have the potential to dominate. Hey we're gonna stay on for the national anthem here. I'm gonna I'm gonna get it on on, on film. Okay. And now our national anthem. National Anthem from the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. I'm Barry Duke, along with Drake Colley and Chris Porter with the Murray County Public School. And our engineer, our jack-of-all-trades, is Lewis Maddox, who does an outstanding job. And Big Lou does it all. I'm he does it all. He does it all from the technical end to the broadcasting end. Big Lou is the... What we would refer to, Barry, as the total package. <laughs> exactly. Starting lineups, Mariah Ramsey, number one. Number two is Alasia uh, Harrison. Number 22 is J.C. Brashear, averaging 12.2 points a game. Number 24 is uh, Kirsten Patton, a junior. And they turned the lights out. You got out. this live, Lou? I do. 
<laughs> yeah, we, we, we go got, online. They, we, got, oh, man. we got two cameras set up tonight, so I'm, we're getting. They we're getting just cut the lights, oh, cut the fog machine on with the special lights. Also starting for Spring Hill is Mimi Goodman, number 23. As we sit in the dark here, there are the lights and the fog. Starting for Columbia Central, number two, Sabaya Morgan, a 5'5 senior, headed to the University of Tennessee to play softball. Number three, Kayana Edwards, a 5'7 senior. Number four, Anaya Mulholland, a 5'6 senior. Number 10 is Tiana Davis, a 5'9 junior. And number 24, Kayla Crawford, a 5'8 junior for the Columbia Central Lady Lions. Now the fog clears, and that was cool. Yes, it was. That was cool. Had a light show and a fog show. Yeah, in Columbia, Tennessee, that was pretty cool. What do you think, Chris? I like that. Did you? Is that your? Is that your doing? I had had nothing to do with that, sir. Okay, I'm just nothing at all. But 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 I appreciate. uh, I mean, I I appreciate the efforts. I appreciate the highlighting of the student athletes and taking taking the introduction to the next level. Look, now I will always say this. It's foggy if you here. go, if you go, if you gonna take it to that level, you better win. Yeah. Spring Hill goes to the line. Well, she got evidently a check. We're gonna start a technical foul thank, off thank on, you. on Columbia immediately, and I'm assuming it's some type of administrative Snap foul, something with the books. Somebody didn't get didn't get their lineups in on time, or they had to. They turned their lineups in with the wrong number on the jersey, something like that, and they had to adjust it. And once you turn the books in, I, and then I it, think it was I think it was Duncan during the layup line. Uh, uh, Mariah by Columbia. Yeah, well, you didn't see the dunk. No. Oh, okay. And, uh, uh, and I, but I'd like to see one by one of those ladies. Mariah Ramsey hits two free throws. It's <laughs> two free throws, and we're uh, Spring Hill leading two to nothing right now. They get it inside to Goodman. Kicks it back outside to Harrison. Columbia opens up in the man-to-man defense. And a whistle blows with a five-second count. I assume that was from the other side of the floor. So That was an interesting call. They turned it over to Columbia. Yeah, from the other side. The other two on... The other side didn't think so. They felt a little different. No. I'd... Crawford with the basketball for Columbia. Kicks it out on top to Morgan. Morgan drives the lane, hooks up the shot. Got hit from behind. Shot no good, but she's fouled in the act of shooting. She'll go to the line, shooting two, Sabaya Morgan. Yep, she just drove kind of left side there in the middle of the paint. Put up a little six-footer and got hacked. Morgan will go to the line shooting two with 6.51 remaining in the first quarter. Lady Lions trailing two to nothing. Savaya Morgan headed to the University of Tennessee on a softball scholarship. I think the Lady uh, Lady Ball softball team preseason ranked number one. Free throw. Morgan is good. Morgan gets ready for her second free throw. Also good. Full court pressure, Columbia. Broken by Brazier. Brashear breaks it. Shot put up, blocked away. Brashear gets it back, puts it up and in. Brashear is a force inside for Spring Hill. 
Spring Hill regains the lead, 4-2. Plummy gets it to Edwards, to Crawford on the elbow. Out on top, Morgan. Morgan splits the defense, kicks it off. Moholland for three. Got it. Moholland knocks it down. Big shot. And Columbia takes the lead, 5-4. to four. Yeah, that, 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 that four was that, pressure. Stolen Columbia. Davis with it to the hole, puts it up, scores. That was something during their last contest. You did not see Anaya Moholland really get into the flow of the offense at all. Yeah. And, again, obviously transition basket steals and then penetrating and kicking was what really gets Anaya Moholland going where she can kind of spot up and shoot that three-pointer. Let's see if Central kind of, kind of gets her going because if she gets hot, you know, with the play of everyone else, could be a long night for Spring Hill. Spring Hill turns it over. Pressure for Columbia bothered them right now. Edwards with it. Gives it on Mulholland for the three. Short. Mm. Hits the side of the backboard. Taken off by Ramsey. Ramsey pushes it down the floor. Ramsey has deceptive speed. Looks like she's taking short, choppy steps, but she's, she's moving. She's moving well up the floor. She can handle it. Ramsey can really handle the ball. Shot. No good. Short. Spring Hill. Spring Hill tries to save it. Can't. Columbia with it. <coughs> Ball goes out of bounds. And who last touched it? Columbia. Spring Hill's basketball. Brashear will inbound it. Facing full court pressure. Talked to uh, Dr. Jones right before the game, and she said Spring Hill girls just didn't show up last night. But look like they're showing up tonight very well. Who did they play last night? They played Shelbyville. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spring Hill oh. falls down. Travel call. That, was not a good, right. that wasn't a good fall right No, it there. wasn't. No, it wasn't. And he kind of buckled on that. Kirsten Patton slips down. and she looks, She's smiling. She looks like she'll be all right. Yeah, she's probably relieved. Probably glad she's not hurt because she fell awkwardly on her own. Plumber with the basketball. Davis with it. Throws it away. Spring Hill had a little full, Taking full off Harrison. Full press, put Harrison has it taken back by Edwards. And Edwards is fouled on the play by Spring Hill. Right after that turnover, the walking violation by Spring Hill, the Spring Hill came out in kind of a, in a three-quarter three court, full-court press, and Columbia turned the ball over. Five minutes remaining in the first quarter. Columbia leading 7-4. to four. Columbia with the basketball. Mulholland dumps it inside. Crawford. Crawford puts it up. No good. Rebound. Ripped out of there by Goodman. Ramsey with it in the front court for Spring Hill. Ramsey had it taken away. Ball loose on the floor. Crawford with it. Crawford is tied up on the floor trying to get to the loose ball there. I didn't think the ball was really tied up, but I guess it was. I mean, did you think? I I, I, uh, I guess it felt like it, eventually it would be. Well, that's, you can't call on eventually. That's called, that's called anticipating the call. Davis with so it on the elbow. Puts it up no good. Fight for the rebound. Gutman. Let's wait till the ball gets tied up, please, before we call a tied hell ball. Gutman clears it out of there. Gets it out to Harrison. Harrison drives the lane. Loses the ball. Taking off Columbia. Edwards. Edwards pushes it down the floor. Edwards to Davis under the basket. Pump. Fake. Puts it up no good. Blocked away by Spring Hills Brashear. And I think Columbia committed a foul on the play. And they did. Davis could miss the foul for Columbia, her first, team first. Spring Hill to inbound it, Brashear under pressure. Oh, did he go off it? Columbia, not, she's out of, <laughs> that's, uh, that not, should be, uh, 
It's Columbia's ball. She the 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 Spring Hill thrower threw the ball in. Columbia batted it back, and it hit the Spring Hill player out of bounds. Therefore, Columbia got the ball on the baseline. Misses a three. I was wondering about that. Columbia puts up the shot, no good. Spring Hill with it. Columbia with the rebound. Fight for it on the floor. Tie ball call. Edwards on the bottom of the pile. Crunch, but she gets up okay. Lady Raiders basketball with 4.02 left in the first quarter. Columbia leading 7-4. Spring Hill inbound the play. Patton gets it to Goodman. Out on top to Harrison. Harrison with the basketball, gets a pick, wants to drive the right side. Kent puts up the three-point shot, left-handed three-point shot, no good. Rebound, fault four, foul called, and it goes against Spring Hill. Spring Hill can miss the foul. That ball, <clears throat> that shot, that ball hit the straps above on the support right there. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, okay. So the straps move, it's out of bounds. But referee they, didn't see it. They did call a foul. They saw the foul instead. Yeah. They say Patton's got three fouls. I don't see that. Yeah. Columbia with the basketball. Edwards back to Morgan. Spring Hill deed up, playing really tight defense. Bailey into the game. Mulholland with the three-point shot, blocked away, taken off by Spring Hill. Ramsey. Ramsey had to stolen away by Mulholland. Mulholland with the breakaway, scores Columbia. Anaya Mulholland got the steal on the no. run, takes it to the rack and scores. Ramsey put under pressure right there and turns, turned and threw the ball blindly and threw it right into Mulholland's hands. And she's outrun the basketball a couple of times tonight, just moving too fast and uh, leaving the ball behind. And that no. time a cross-court pass stolen away by Columbia's Mulholland, and Mulholland bangs it off the glass. 3-12 left in the first quarter, Columbia leading 9-4. to Spring Hill, black tops and bottoms, white numerals, trimmed in a little red. Columbia Central, white tops and bottoms. Purple numerals, purple trim, and trimmed in gold. Columbia's on the defense. Spring Hill with the basketball. Brashear to inbound it. Under pressure. Rips a pass, throws it away. Taken off by Bailey. Bailey with the basketball. Gives it off to Edwards. Edwards, 17-footer. Got it. Edwards knocks down the 17-footer for Columbia for her first two. And Columbia goes on top, 11-4. Beautiful stroke by Edwards. Rams in backcourt. Ball stolen away Columbia. Edwards with the steal. Edwards puts it up. Ooh, oh! She didn't get hammered right got, there? <laughs> got chest bump. <laughs> taken off by Spring Hill. Harrison with it. Harrison puts it up. No good. Rebound fought for. Bailey fights for the rebound. Bodies fly. And they call the foul on. Number two, I believe, for Spring Hill. On Harrison. If it's Harrison commits her second foul. Both teams a little discombobulated that time. I thought uh, the Columbia player was fouled that time, but they're a lot closer than we are. Yeah. It's Bailey with it to Morgan. Gets it inside. Mulholland. Bailey with the shot. Blocked away Spring Hill. Taking off Spring Hill. Coming out of there with it is Harrison. Harrison had to deflect it by Morgan. Goes out of bounds off Columbia. Spring Hills basketball for Shear will inbound it under the Spring Hill basket. Gets it into Harrison. Harrison, 24-footer, no good. Rebound. Spring Hills puts up the shot. Scores. Brashear. 
Bashir got the loose ball off a Columbia player's back and puts it up and in and scores. 11-6 is the score. Bailey to Morgan for Columbia. Looking at a 2-3 zone. Back to Bailey on the right side. To Morgan between the circles. Gives it off to Davis. Rips the pass to Edwards. Edwards in the lane. To Davis. Davis for three. Got it. Tiana Davis knocks down the tray for Columbia. Davis has five points. And Columbia leads 14-6. Edwards is really putting pressure on Spring Hills. Ramsey. Ramsey turns it over. Bailey to the hole, puts it up no good. Ricochet put up by Mulholland is good for Columbia. Columbia's defense is just suffocating the Lady Raiders of Spring Hill. They get it into Harrison. Spring Hill pushes it down the floor. Harrison drives the lane, stolen by Columbia. Morgan with the steal. Morgan runs the break. Got a one-on-three. Morgan stops at the free throw line, puts it up. Rolls, rattles, drops, is good by Sabaya Morgan. Morgan scores her fourth point, and Columbia leads 18-6. Full court pressure causing Spring Hill problems. Yeah. Goodman breaks the press and travels. Yeah, Dr. Jones is with just a minute and 20 left in this first quarter. Dr. Jones is not going to get a timeout, so just wait till end of the period, it looks like. But seems like her team could use it down by 12 right now. Morgan walks it down for Columbia. Lady Lions on top, 18 to 6, with a minute 10 left. In the first quarter. Ball broken up inside Spring Hill. Coming out of there with it is Brashear. Brashear pushes it down the floor. Did you carry it? Yes. Brashear plays with a lot of heart. But she really time does. She's going to take it to the rack. Go, 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 ha, go she, coast to coast. Right and, there, she needs to find her guard, Barry. She needs to find her guard, get, get down around the goal, in the red paint, in the hot area, hot spot. And uh, just kind of outran the ball that yeah. time. Turned it over. Why she's not a guard. Columbia gets it inside Crawford. Crawford with the shot is good. Edwards, check that uh, Morgan with a pass to uh, Columbia's Kayla Crawford, and Crawford hangs up a 12-footer in the lane. Nothing but net. Ball stolen Columbia. Morgan with the steal. Morgan to the hole. Got hammered. Puts it up. Scores. No whistle, but scores anyway. Dr. Jones couldn't wait. Morgan has six, and there's timeout on the court with 41 seconds left. It's Columbia 22, Spring Hill 6. We'll be back right after this. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, southern middle Tennessee, and north Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across southern middle Tennessee and north Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Forty-one and a half seconds left. Columbia Central Lady Lions on top, 22 to 6. Lady Lions a winner last night over Warren County, 83-48. Right now, it's all Lady Lions. Brashear inbounds the play. Stolen away Columbia. Morgan with the inbound is steal. Dumps it off to Mulholland. Pump fake. Backs it out of there. Gives it off Davis. Davis dumps it inside to Crawford. Crawford shot on the elbow. No good. Rebound fault for Brooklyn Duke into the game. Ball goes out of bounds. Last touch by Columbia. Spring Hills basketball. Brooklyn Duke into the ball game. A 5-9 junior. Full court pressure. They get it in to Goodman. 
Goodman brings it up the floor, crosses the timeline, breaks the press. See, with Ramsey out of the game, Spring Hill just doesn't seem to have a ball handler. You know, I mean, just a true ball handler. Spring Hill goes inside. Goodman bangs it off the glass, comes out of there no good, but she's fouled on the play by Columbia. Foul called by Mulholland on Mulholland. Mulholland commits her first. Team's second foul. And Mimi Goodman will go to the line shooting two. Free throw Goodman, good. Nothing but net for Goodman. Goodman is a 5'10 sophomore. Looks a little bit taller than 5'10. Puts it up there again. Nothing but net by Goodman. Goodman is a very good player for Spring Hill. 22-8 is the score. Columbia with it. Crawford in the front court. Gives it off Mulholland. Crawford for three. Short. Gets on rebound. Drives the baseline. Double pump. Puts it up there. No good. Fight for the loose ball. Coming out of there with it is Goodman. Goodman. Spring Hill can't get a shot off, and that's the end of the first quarter. At the end of quarter number one, the score, Columbia Central 22, Spring Hill 8. We'll be back right after this. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood, along with the award-winning service and advice Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Back at the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. I'm Barry Duke, along with Lewis Maddox, Drake Colley, and Murray County Public School Athletic Director Chris Porter. At the end of the first quarter, the score is Columbia Central 22, Spring Hill 8. Lady Lions will have the basketball to start the second quarter. Columbia gets the ball, deflected inside. Columbia grabs it back. Gives it off to Morgan, to Davis on the left side. To Mulholland for three, in and out, no good. Fight for the rebound. And coming out of there with it, the stronger player, Brashear. J.C. Brashear brings it in the front court. Being worked on by Crawford. Jumps it off to Harrison. Harrison with it, being pressured by Edwards. Kicks it off to Goodman. Goodman backdoor pass, Brashear spinning, shooting, in and out, no good. Fight for the loose ball, Brashear with it, puts it up, good. Brashear is a force inside for Spring Hill. Scores our sixth point, 22 to 10. Columbia back the other way, Edwards with it. Gives it off to Davis. Davis on the baseline, being pressured by Brashear. Out on top, Morgan. Morgan with it to Edwards. Back to Morgan. Patton back into the game for Spring Hill. Morgan with the drives. Give it to Mulholland for three. Back rim, no good. Rebound ripped out of there. Crawford. Crawford spins, shoots, got it hammered away. Blocked away Spring Hill. Spring Hill blocks it away. Mimi Goodman. Tremendous block that time, Drake. Certainly was it. By Goodman. Yes, the Columbia players drove the left side of the lane, had it right there next to the bucket on the left-hand side, and Goodman was having none of it. A full-court press here. Told that young lady to get that out of there. Harrison drives the lane. Ball deflected. Fight for it on the floor. 
Picked up by Columbia. Mulholland rips it off the floor. Pushes it down the floor for Columbia. Kicks it off to Edwards. Edwards moving hard left. Ball goes hard right and goes out of bounds to Spring Hill. Spring Hill basketball. Both teams turning it over a little bit. 22-10 score. Yeah, you know, I tell you, Barry, I think Ramsey, number one for Spring Hill, their point guard, she's hurting it. I think she might be injured or she would be in the game right now for Spring Hill. I noticed that. She looks very discomfort on the bench. She's sitting there on the end of the bench, and uh, she's not in foul trouble. So I, I just feel as though there's something not right. She's not feeling well. And I see her fanning herself. Yeah, so yeah. she's not feeling well, and she's got Spring Hill has the backup in there, which, um, you know, they just they just lose something with that substitution as far as a point guard, quarterback of their offense, whatever you want to call it. Ball deflected out of bounds. Spring Hill works the ball around. Ball goes inside Brashear, loses it out of bounds. Spring Hill looks like a completely different team than they did last Saturday at home against the Lady Lions. Exactly. Totally different. Not handling the ball well, not making good passes, and not making just good overall good decisions. Sidney Bratton into the game for Spring Hill. Crawford with it. Out on top to Morgan. Morgan kicks it off to Edwards. Drives the lane. Puts up there. Got swatted. And foul call. Goodman is, I mean, Goodman is going to contest any shots that come around that basket and come around her. She's going to be there to try to knock that ball away, block that shot, uh, which we've already seen here in the first little over a quarter. Goodman is tall and long strong, arms. Long, yeah, yeah. long and, and can jump. And athletic. So Very athletic. That's the word if, I'm looking for, athletic. If, if you're a vertically challenged Columbia lady line and you think you're going to come in the paint and put it up without it, without your shot being contested, you are mistaken. Edwards goes to the line, knocks down two free throws. Goodman with the ball, bringing it up the floor. Foul by Columbia's Davis. Davis reaches in for the foul, her second. Davis commits her second foul. 24-10 is the score. Harrison with it. Wants to take it all the way down the lane. But Columbia's Morgan says not today and deflects it away. He goes out of bounds off Columbia. But it goes to Spring Hill. They'll have the ball to be inbounded under their basket. Spring Hill to inbound it. Almost throws it away. Great catch that time by Brashear. Brashear dumps it off. So Spring yeah. Hill's Patton. Patton drives. Did she walk? No, they no. call a foul. Reach it on 24. Crawford is called for the reach-in foul, her first. Team fourth. And going to the line for the Spring Hill is Kirsten Patton. Patton will go to the line, shooting two for the Lady Raiders. Free throw is good. You know, with the snow days and the school being out and then right after the snow week, let's say, of school being out, then they try to bunch these games together and make them up in a short period of time after the snow days. you got games that you're playing back to back to back. Last week we had three games in a row. These young ladies are playing their second game in, in two nights, uh, third game this week. And so you can tell, I think Spring Hill's, a little 
tired almost looking. Yeah, does that make sense? I, I makes a lot of sense. Yes. Their, their passes are lazy. They're not as crisp as they were last Saturday night. Of course, they were playing at home. Exactly. And both teams, I don't know about Spring Hill, but Columbia was on the road last night to uh, Warren County, and that's not an easy trip. No, it's not. A, it's, it's a long trip. They got home late last night probably, and uh, you're back on the hardwood tonight. So it just seems as though Spring Hill is playing a little bit tired tonight. Is it the only way I can explain it? And Coach Good, uh, Dr. Goodman-Jones uh, was talk, like I said, talked to her right before the game, and she mentioned that uh, last night was not a good night for them, but they seemed a little worn out. A little, well, She didn't say why, but she said they just was not playing up to par as far as the total situation. But uh, they came out strong tonight, and, and they still have some players that are really battling. Uh, You've you got to give a lot of credit to Ramsey, of course. She's... Uh, Evidently a little under the weather right now. But uh, Harrison and, and Brashear and Goodman and, uh, of course, even, uh, not even, but, but Patton also, uh, you know, giving a great effort here tonight. And when you get into February, you know, it's it's already, it's been a long season when you get into February. So you got to kind of regroup, catch your second win, start thinking about the tournament time coming up. But it's tough right now in February because it's already been a long season. Davis is like a Swiss Army knife. She can play all five positions. She's running the point right now for Columbia. Tiana Davis. They get the ball in the lane to Edwards. Edwards up the shot off the glass. No good. Gets on rebound. Stripped good. away. And foul call against Spring Hill. It might be Brashear. And it yeah. is. Bashir commits the foul on the grab, her first. That time Edwards missed the shot, got on rebound, got wrapped up. So Edwards will go to the line shooting two. First free throw, Edwards is good. Kayana Edwards scores a fifth point. Spring Hill starting point guard, Ramsey, number one, is checked back in the game now. Maybe she just needed a blow. Just needed, you might have been. Yeah. She's been out for most of the second quarter. Yeah, she's in now. 25-12, Columbia on top. Edwards will get another free throw. Second free throw, Edwards. Hierarchy shot is good. Edwards scores her six point. 26-12 is the score. Not really that big of a deficit when you hmm. consider. Spring Hill gets it across the timeline. Gets it over to Goodman. Ball is stolen away by Morgan. Knocked out of bounds off Columbia. Columbia's trying to use that old Shelbyville full court backcourt trap where you trap, the, you try to get the dribbler to pick the ball up right before the half-court line, put her in a double trap. You got the 10-second count against you. That ball's still, <laughs> still going. It's still going. Edwards deflected the ball off the uh, Spring Hill player for a breakaway, but neither player broke to the basket. And the ball rolls out of bounds, last touch by Columbia. That might be a little of that tiredness sneaking in, Drake. They didn't want to go quite, chase it. I'm not quite sure. They just let it, you if know, they go called. Out. Well, they called a foul. They, oh, evidently, they, they blew foul. the whistle. Okay. Evidently, they blew the whistle. It was late. Edwards got the tip oh, away. Was it a technical foul? <laughs> I'm not understanding that. Edwards will go to the line for Columbia, shooting free throws. First free throw, Edwards is good. 
Um, Edwards will get another free throw. Second free throw, Edwards. Back rim, no good. <laughs> Nash is going to shoot the foul on the tech. Whichever comes first. Either or, yeah. Yeah. Same outcome with both of them. And the official looking at. She might have some blood on her shorts. It has to be addressed. If you have any blood on your uniform, you have to get it either washed away or you have to change uniforms. You're allowed to change jerseys at that uniforms at that time and then change the number in the book. Keanu Edwards, of course, a USA rugby star. Davis. Runs the point for Columbia. Bailey's into the game for Edwards. Davis works it on the right side to Morgan. Back to Davis. Columbia leading 27 to 12 with four minutes left in the first half. Spring Hill with a steal. Ramsey, now ball loose. Ramsey scoops it up. Pass to Patton. Patton off the glass, no good. Rebound Columbia. Morgan. Morgan runs the break. Morgan stops on the wing. Kicks it off Davis. Davis on the right side. Dumps it inside. Going over the top and fouling for Spring Hill is Mimi Goodman. Goodman commits the foul. That's her first. Team fourth. And Columbia will have the ball to the inbounder under their basket. Morgan will do the honors. Gets it to Mulholland. Mulholland chases it down. Right side to Bailey. To Morgan. Morgan to Mulholland. Spring Hill looks like they're kind of in a 3-2 zone. It looks like though they're running... Three across the free throw line, and then the two larger girls are deep. Oh, oh, wow. Davis drives the baseline, hangs up the shot, hangs off the lip, and drop in, drops yeah. in for two. Nice move that time by Tiana yeah. Davis. She just drove underneath the goal from the right side and laid, laid it, it up. up and in from the left-hand side. Wow. Kind of a reverse layup right there. Ball deflected Columbia. Spring Hill gets it back. Brashier with it. Loses the dribble, spins, dumps it inside to Goodman. Goodman with the post-up move, puts it up, no good. Gets on rebound, puts up against. Off the one shot, got the rebound on one leg and, and goes with the other leg, puts it up and scores. Nice move that time by Mimi Goodman for her fourth point. 29-14. Spring Hill still in striking in distance. distance. Striking, there you go. Striking distance. Well, still in the vicinity. Columbia with the basketball, 235 remaining in the first half. Columbia leading 29-14. Davis with it to Morgan on the right side. Back to Davis between the circles to Bailey. Bailey had it shook loose, knocked loose, taken off by Spring Hill. Ramsey. Ramsey pushes it down the floor. Ramsey puts up the shot, no good. Rebound ripped out of there by Columbia. Brooklyn Duke clears it out of there to Morgan. Morgan pushes it down to Bailey. Bailey is smacked, knocked down. Ball goes to Morgan. Morgan with it, gets it to Duke in the lane, to Bailey. Bailey drives, hangs up a high can shot, no good. Tried to get it on rebound, lost it, got a rebound. Fight for it on the floor, taken away by Brashear. Spring Hill with it. Spring Hill with the basketball. Ramsey, like we mentioned, take those short, choppy steps, but she is she's moving. She's really moving quickly. Yeah, that time Ramsey had to strip away, but Columbia tried to save it and goes out of bounds off Columbia. Yeah, that's where Ramsey is such an asset to Spring Hill because she's – Similar uh, to Columbia's point guards, that they can get, they can get their offense quickly in onto the offensive end for and, and in close to the goal. 
Exactly. 148 left in the first half. Columbia leading 24-29 to 14. Foul call Columbia. And going to the line is Harrison shooting two free throws. Columbia can miss their fifth team foul. Harrison free throw, no good. Yeah. Ramsey, Ramsey now back out of the game for Spring Hill. So she's obviously not feeling well At enough all. to play long periods, Second. long stretches in this game. Second free throw, no good. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Columbia. Spring Hill will get the basketball. Yeah, I think that was off Savia Morgan right there. Just She reached for the ball and it just shot out bounds on the sideline. Fresh here, inbounds the play, gets it into Alasia Harrison. Alasia with the basketball. Very quick point guard for the Lady Raiders. Being worked on by Morgan. Clock down to a minute 30. Five-second counts. And Harrison turns it over to Columbia. Sydney Bratton into the game for Spring Hill. Yeah, that right there, she's just dribbling too much. You've got to pass the ball. Uh, you know, if you're the point guard, you've got to get the ball into your shooters, your, your bigger players, where they can put up a high percentage shot. Shot by Crawford, no good. Rebound tipped out to Mulholland. Mulholland with the shot, no good. Rebound, fought for inside. Davis puts it up, no good. Puts up again, no good, and she's fouled on the play. Ooh, Brashear again. Foul calls Spring Hills, Brashear. And J.C. Brashear picks up her second personal foul. Okay. I thought she that might have been her third, but it's just her second. Well, that's, that's okay right now with 1.15 to go in the half. Davis, free throw is good. Tiana Davis scores our eighth point. Davis will get another free throw for Columbia. Second free throw, Davis. Back rim, no good. Rebound ripped out of there by Spring Hill. Bratton now taken away by Columbia's Morgan. And Goodman with it on the floor. Keeps it alive. Now picked up Columbia. Davis to the hole. Puts it up. Scores. Columbia. Davis got popped in the head. But Davis scores. No foul call. And Tiana Davis scores her 10th point for Columbia. 32-14. Skip pass to Harrison. Alasia to the hole. Puts it up. Scores. Alasia. Alasia Harrison with her first two tonight. Takes it down the lane, bangs it off the glass, and scores for Spring Hill. 32-16, 40 seconds left in the first half. Columbia on top. Edwards for three, no good. Rebound Crawford. Crawford kicks it back to Edwards. Clock down to 34 seconds. Morgan with it. Off to Davis. Davis with it. Mulholland dumps it in the lane to Edwards. Edwards is hammered and foul call. Coming across with authority is Kristen Patton, and Patton commits the foul. That's her second. And going to the line, shooting two for Columbia, Kayani Edwards. Free throw Edwards is good. Edwards, of course, is a world-class rugby player, having gone to New Zealand just a month or so ago. What an awesome trip that must have been. Second what free throw experience. It's short. Uh, Rebound Columbia. Crawford. Crawford puts it up. Scores. I mean, just imagine being able to go to, being in high school and going to New Zealand. Exactly. I mean, that's hard free, to imagine, really. Free throw missed. Columbia gets a rebound. Crawford. Crawford with the putback and scores. With 21 seconds left in the first half. Spring Hill with the basketball. Pat. Trying to get it to Harrison, throws it away. 
And you mentioned, too, earlier that uh, Spring Hill's got a short bench uh, with only seven players. Actually, they've got uh, nine players, but but uh, the short bench and having to play last night. Also, Mulholland with it to Davis. Davis for three. Got it. Tiana Davis knocks it down for Columbia. Davis scores her 13th point. We have 3.7 seconds left. Ball knocked out of bounds. And Spring Hill will have the ball back side back court. We have 3.7 seconds left. Gets it in to Goodman. Goodman drives. Goodman puts up the shot off the glass. No good. And that's the end of the first half. At the end of the first half, the score is Columbia 38, Spring Hill 16. We'll be back right after this timeout. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378, Equal Housing Lender. Welcome back to the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. I'm Barry Duke along with Lewis Maddox, Drake Colley, and Chris Corner with the Murray County Public School uh, Athletic Director. And joining us now is the uh, head coach of the Columbia Central Lions, Brandon LeVere, and coach coming off a big win last night over Warren County. So that uh, I really had to make you happy going on the road and picking up a much, much needed win. Yeah, a, a very big win for us on the road, um, especially after, you know, what they did to us coming to, to our place. Um, they kind of put it on us when they came and played us. So it was kind of a, a revenge game for us and a good road win. Um, I think that's the best we played this season so far. Because you're coming into the downstretch of the season, the regular season, so it's so important to pick up that district win. It's also important to get a win, period, for your team. Yeah, it's very important um, for a moral victory. As well as, you know, um, just seeing seeing the ball go in, seeing things flow together. And, again, getting another win on the road um, is very big for us. Who was your leader last night in scoring? Um, DK is our leader in scoring last night. Okay. DK Armstrong, yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. And, of course, they got a 12-8 and eight record now. Of course, last year is 7-21, so you're ahead of the season now as you, as opposed to last year. So that has to make you happy. Yes, very happy. Um, just looking to improve each and every game. Exactly. Now, Coach, we were talking, watching the Spring Hill girls play. And it, of course, they just, un- unfortunately for them, they just have seven players on their team. So they're obviously not deep at all. But this time of year, getting into February, you know as a former basketball player, it's already been a long season. And February is kind of when you have to really as a team, as a coaching staff, you have to somehow find your second win 
get ready, get through February, get ready for the tournament coming up at the end of the season. Um, and with the snow days and snow, that doesn't help any at all because you're playing games back to back to back. And that, so tell us about using your bench a little bit more now with games packed in like they are because something like the snow week happens. Yeah, so, I mean, that's very important for us. Um, our, our bench is very important. Those guys are vital for us if we want to go far and advance in this season. Um, and right now, as we continue to say each and every day, you know, you guys' role is very important. Everybody has to stay ready. Um, everybody has to be mentally ready because you never know when you're going to be called on. I know last night we kind of got into some foul trouble. Um, and we had to call on some guys, and they came in and stepped up for us, like Chase and uh, Jalen. So it's just about those guys staying ready. Um, and, again, for us, if our first group can get out to a strong lead and, you know, kind of settle in, that will allow our bench to be able to come in and, again, allow us to execute and work on some things that we need for those guys to do in a long part of our season as well. I say one thing, it, it has to be great to play for Coach Brandon LeVere because you're going to get some playing time. If you hustle in practice, you do everything you need to do, you're going to get some playing time because you do play your bench. Yes, I mean, we're, we're looking for anybody that can come in and help us, give us a spark, um, you know, do something to change the game. If I have to play, you know, 21 guys, I'll play 21 if I can. Um, but, again, you know, just, just putting it on those guys to come in and, and give all that you can for the team. What are you looking for, players coming off the bench, doing the game? What, what are you expecting the d- dynam- dynamics of changing the game? What do you look for when you put them in? Uh, honestly, man, we put a lot on, on our guys. So, so with our bench, we're expecting those guys to come in and up the ante. Um, we're not expecting them to come in and play at a lower level. Um, I'm, I'm expecting those guys to be able to come in and do exactly what the first unit did with even more energy and effort uh, because they've been able to sit on the side and see what's going on. Exactly. And that way, uh, if you need them, they've got some experience. Like the Spring Hill game of last week, uh, mm-hmm. uh, had to play a couple of players and, and at a pressure point at a time, and they came in and they uh, uh, resulted in good play for Columbia. Yes, and uh, I think that's the biggest thing for them is they're seeing that instant result. So if I, if I go in and do what I can to my best ability, I know that I'm going to get a chance to get out here and perform. And um, I think those guys are trying to feed into that as much as they can. And, again, all of that uh, goes back to helping the team. Exactly. And I see you got Jordan Davis with you. Let, let's uh, – Jordan kind of drifting off Jordan a little bit. Got the, Jordan had the beats on him. Uh, he, 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 he's getting his game face on Yeah, he, yeah he, hand Jordan the mic. Hand Jordan the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Mr. Jordan Davis, how yes, are you doing this? How are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing well. How about you? I'm doing okay. Yes, how are your legs feeling? We were talking to your coach yeah. about it being getting into February, being a long season, and yes, everyone sir. who knows anything about Columbia Central football knows that you played football. Yes, sir. Now you've gotten in. We're getting into February with tournaments coming up. Mm. How the, how's the overall legs feeling? You feel pretty good. I mean, I know oh. when I was your age. I was, uh, indi- I felt indestructible, uh, but but really, is the body and the legs doing okay? They, uh, the body and the legs are doing well. You know, just coming off a strong hard uh, football season, you know, take a lot of hits, coming straight into basketball. But like overall, like my body's been good. Yeah, yes, sir. 
And I want to congratulate you on committing to uh, Ball State. Oh, yes, sir. Uh, thank you. Congratulations. Yeah, 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 congratulations. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, thank headed you. to Ball State. Going to yes, play sir. defensive back. Huh? Uh, yes, sir. Uh, free safety. Free safety. Yes, Got a pretty good size free safety. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we want to wish you good luck and, and all the best fortune and headed to, to Ball State. We wish you the best. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yeah, Jordan, a uh, Lewis Maddox here, my former teammate Jordan Davis right here. I was a senior when this guy was a sophomore. And, guys, this dude's been a heck of an athlete he's a for a very, I mean, he's very a, long time. He started deep. in basketball as a freshman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sir. And I blocked for him in high school in, in football. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, let's – Jordan, I kind of want to know, you know, you played high school basketball and football for so long now. You're a senior now. How easy for it in this last year, how easy, for, how easy has it been for you to transition – between the two sports uh i mean i mean like i feel like the transition uh, has been smooth because like i always been playing football and basketball so it's kind of like normal it's kind of normal to me now so like usually after football season i get straight into basketball and usually i'll play basketball during the summer then get straight back into football so i mean it's just kind of normal so you played in the all-star game fo- yeah. all-star football game yes, and then a couple of days later you were back with coach uh, levere playing basketball and, yes, and that transition was pretty smooth. I, I thought it was uh, pretty smooth. Yes, sir. Uh, it transition was smooth. You know, I had to get my wind back, kind of get my legs back. But after the first couple of days back, then I was good. I was good to go. And, of course, coming sure. off, as we talked to Coach LeBeer, coming off a big win last night over Warren County at Warren County. Yes, so that, that had to make uh, the whole team very happy and very satisfied yes, to get that win on the road, a district win on the road. Yes, sir. And, of course, last Saturday y'all played Spring Hill and tonight to play Spring Hill again. Yes, sir. And Spring Hill brought the best out of Spring Hill. They, they played extremely well. They have to be the best uh, one win, two win, win team in the country because they played extremely well <laughs> yes, last sir. Saturday. Yes, and they're going to give a great effort tonight. Yes, sir. The, the Raiders are. Yes, sir. So, uh, and, and you got you got to win against Spring Hill last week, and I know this has kind of been a different type of game in the girls' game that we've seen here in this one than we saw last Saturday. Uh, Spring Hill doesn't look as good in the girls' game, but obviously you guys aren't thinking about if Spring Hill is going to play any worse or any better. You're going to come out and, and play your game, yes, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, it's sir. a big like, rivalry, like, big inner-city yeah. rivalry between Columbia Central and Spring Hill High School. Yes, sir. Well, Jordan, knows, Jordan knows we don't we don't lose to Spring Hill. No, nah, not at all. This <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you coming up, Jordan, and good luck in football and good luck for the rest of the season. Coach Brandon LeBeer, keep up the good work. We thank y'all. Thank yes, y'all. sir. Thank y'all. Oh, yes, sir. Thank you for having me. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back with the start of the second half with the Lady Lions leading. 38-16 over Spring Hill. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances. You can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. It's halftime in the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium as the Lady Lions taking on the Lady Raiders of Spring Hill High School. Spring Hill with the basketball. Ramsey had it stripped away, taken back by teammates. Spring Hill with the ball, shot put up by Harrison, no good. Rebound Columbia, Crawford. Davis in the front court, long pass to Mulholland on the baseline. Puts up the three-point shot, no good. Rebound ripped out of there by Spring Hill. Goodman to Ramsey. Ramsey with it in the front court, being pressured. Ramsey is bumped and knocked down, and a foul call Columbia. 
Foul called in Columbia's Mulholland. Anaya Mulholland commits the foul. And Spring Hill will have the ball to be inbounded. Side front court for the Lady Raiders. Mulholland commits her second foul. Spring Hill inbounds the play. There's a whistle and a foul called against Columbia. This time it goes against Davis. Davis commits the foul. Columbia two straight fouls. Spring Hill inbounds the ball, taking away Columbia. Morgan with this takeaway. Morgan pushes it down the floor. Morgan stops, gives it off Davis. Davis for three, short. Rebound taken off by Brashear. Brashear. Barry, right before that turnover by Spring Hill, I, I was about to say at Spring Hill, uh, halftime, Dr. Jones is just trying to tell her team, make better passes, take better care of the ball, get into our offense, try to get into some type of offensive rhythm, uh, use your bigger girls underneath the bucket, and uh, play a little bit better defense. Just he gets inside, get the ball inside of Edwards, spins, splits, splits two players, shot up, no good. Rebound, Spring Hill. Spring Hill pushes down the floor, kicks it over to Patton. Back over to Ramsey. Ramsey drives, loses the handle. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up by Columbia. Edwards pushes it down the floor for Columbia. Got a three-on-two break. Edwards with it. Tried to get it to Crawford. Stolen away by Spring Hill. Ramsey with the outlet pass. Ramsey takes it to the hole. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound Columbia. Morgan gives it off to Edwards. To Crawford on the left baseline. Drives the baseline. Puts it up. No good. Got hammered by Goodman. Foul call. And shooting two free throws will be Columbia's Crawford. Fortunate right there. That like all ball to me. I'm, I'm much farther away from the play than the official is. Foul called on Spring Hills. Brashear, her third foul. Crawford at the line. Free throw. Kayla Crawford is good. Crawford scores her fifth point. And Columbia leads 39-16. 6.21 left in the third quarter. Kayla Crawford. 5'8 junior will get another free throw for Columbia. Second free throw Crawford is good. Kayla Crawford knocks down two free throws for her sixth point. And Columbia leads 40-16. to 16. Ramsey in the front court being worked on by Edwards. That's a different strategy for Columbia than last Saturday. Ramsey is bumped and foul. Is putting pressure on Ramsey as soon as she touches the ball and, and, and got a very quick player staying with her, putting pressure on it. You know, for, for whatever reason, last game, you know, Central was way off of their game plan and what made them successful. And, and I think they went back to that and uh, tested the waters and see what would happen. And it's proven to be very successful with a 40-16 to 16 score. So I think they're going to keep the pressure dialed up. They're going to try to prove to the rest of the world that last Friday was not typical of them and in a lot of ways probably want to prove that it was a fluke uh, for them to even hang around. And so they're trying to prove that and make a make a significant statement tonight. Harrison makes a, a, a quick move to the basket, takes it all the way in for good for the basket. That's good. Alasia Harrison with her fourth point. Nice move, Harrison. Columbia back the other way. They kick it off to Mulholland. To Morgan, to Davis between the circles. 
Wooldridge into the game for Spring Hill. Shot put up and in by Columbia. That's Mulholland. Mulholland hangs it up on the wing, scores a ninth point. 42-18. Harrison very quick with the basketball. Harrison puts up the three. Puts up the 22-footer, goes 20 feet short. Spring Hill with the ricochet with the rebound. Ramsey fires it up there, no good. Fight for the loose ball. And tie ball call. Yeah, yeah. I think that ball was tied up right off initially, right from the rebound. And then, you know, it, as an official, you have to call things how they happen in order. First thing happened right there was the hell ball. Then there was a little contact afterwards. So we got the hell ball, possession error in favor of Columbia. Morgan with it between the circles. Kicks it off on the left side. Into the game for Columbia is Samira Angus. Shot put up and in by Columbia. That was money. Mulholland puts it up for yeah, three. Mulholland. Mulholland puts it up for the tray, her 12th point. Ball stolen in Columbia. Davis to Morgan. Morgan to the glass. Puts it up, scores. Sabaya Morgan scores her eighth point, her first two in the second half. And Columbia leads 47-18. They're starting to run away with it a little bit. Spring Hill. Columbia's defense has been impeccable. They hadn't already done that. Spring Hill, Harrison asking, Harrison asking for a timeout right now. But I don't know if Dr. Jones is going to give it to or not. Foul call against Columbia. And I'm not sure who they call the foul on. Harrison with the basketball after the foul. Spring Hill inbounds it to Harrison. Harrison drives on Morgan. Drives all the way under. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound fought for. Harrison on the floor. Picks it up. Gets a rebound. Spring Hill. Ramsey for three. No good. Rebound Columbia. Angus throws it away. Taken off by Goodman. Goodman is fouled on the play. And they could call it on one of two players. I think, I think they're going to call it Angus. on Angus. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, she, she tied pulled, her up. She had her arm. She had a hold of her shooting arm as she went up to the yep. as Goodman went towards the bucket right there. So she's going to shoot two for Angus, Spring Hill. Angus commits her first foul. Mimi Goodman at the line. Puts the shot up there off the back rim. No good on the free throw. Edwards comes out of the game. Into the game for Columbia Brooklyn Duke. And Samira takes a guard position. Second free throw, Goodman. Front rim, no good. Ball deflected out of bounds. Spring Hill. Should be Columbia's ball, and it is. Mulholland inbounds the play to Sabaya Morgan. Columbia leading 47-18. Ball on the right side goes to Davis. To Morgan in the lane to Davis. Brooklyn Duke on the baseline, loses the handle. And three-second count. Columbia turns it over. What's going on? How are you doing? <laughs> Good to see you. All right. Harrison with the Spring Hill streaks down the floor. Harrison flying. Now hangs up a shot on the baseline. Good by Harrison. Alasia Harrison with her six point, four points in the second half. Morgan just got Mulholland, drives the baseline, throws it away, turns it over. Columbia turns it over. Harrison turned on the afterburners that time. She's quick. I'm telling you, she is quick. Uh, 
doesn't make quite a good decisions overall as Ramsey, but I think she's learning. Reach in Columbia. Harrison gets it back. Harrison dumps it inside. Ball right there, goes out of bounds. Right there from that position, the left side of the arc, trying to feed the player near the block. You just don't lob the pass over the top. Just bounce pass it. Feed the feed your post player with a, a simple one, simple bounce pass, and she doesn't have to jump and cause a turnover or have a turnover like Spring Hill just had. Yeah, the right idea, just not the right execution. <laughs> That's right. I mean, the player was open. Duke on the baseline is pressured, steps on the inline, turns it over to Spring Hill. Two minutes and 54 seconds remain in the third quarter. Columbia leading 47 to 20. Is that press again? Wooldridge with it for Spring Hill. Stolen away Columbia. Morgan. Gets it off to Mulholland. Mulholland rips a pass to Davis. Davis tight ropes the inline, saves it for Columbia. Kicks it off to Morgan. Morgan for three. Got it. Three-point shots to Bayer Morgan. <laughs> and Morgan does a little happy dance yeah, right there. Oh, like, hey. She loves that. Yeah. 50 to 20, 30-point lead, Columbia. Timeout on the floor. Well, let's wait and see. No, no timeout. We'll keep it here. It's fun to hit three-pointers. Yeah, nothing but net. Spring Hill to inbound it. They get it into Mimi Goodman. Goodman with it in the front court. Gives it back over to Brashear. Brashear dumps it inside Goodman. Goodman spins, puts up the shot. No good. Foul oh. call Columbia. Foul yep. on Brooklyn Duke. A little, little too physical by Duke right there as Goodman spun on the right side of the goal to, to put the ball up and in. And uh, Duke just kind of hip hip checked her a little bit on that side. It's about the only way I can explain it. Goodman puts up the free throw. It's good. Mimi Goodman for her fifth point. Makes it a 50-21 ball game. Columbia up by 29. Goodman will get another free throw. And it's good. Mimi Goodman with her sixth point tonight. Makes it a 50-22 ball game. Mulholland quickly back the other way. Kicks it off to Morgan to Davis. Davis off to Samira Angus to Davis. Skip pass. Stolen away. Spring Hill. Got the breakaway. Quick on quick. Two number twos. Deuce, deuce. Shot put up. Spring Hill is good. There's a travel before that. No, they wiped it off. She traveled. She she drove to the bucket and tried to pull up and stop and shuffled her feet right before the shot. Therefore, the shot did not count. Oh, wow. Deuce, deuce. They don't get any faster than Sabaya Morgan and Spring Hill's Alasia Harrison. Two quick players going at it. Traveling call, Columbia's basketball. Mulholland to Edwards. To Morgan, to Duke on the baseline. Throws it away, taken off by Harrison. Now only one player can catch her. And she does, blocks it away. Harrison gets it back, puts it up again. Good, Harrison scores. But the initial shot and the speed of Savaya Morgan to get down the floor and contest that breakaway layup is amazing. Truly amazing. Yeah, her speed is unreal. And, uh, and it's controlled, and she can speed up, slow down. You know, and then, then she elevated to try to block the shot. Yeah, exactly. 
Ball stolen away. Columbia. Oh, Mulholland got pushed in the back. Spring Hill eventually made the shot, but the initial shot breakaway, which yeah, absolutely. Any, any against any other team would have been just a breakaway layup. Exactly. Yeah. Or some players, or some players you see now just give up on the play. <laughs> right. Exactly. But not Savia Morgan. No, she ran her down. Ball goes inside. Shot put up. By Mimi Goodman, no good, but she's fouled. You can and take that was, pick. And, and with a 26, you know, with a 26-point lead, still being aggressive, still hustling, you know, that's the, I mean, sign of a great player right there. Can't don't take any, play, don't take any plays off, win or lose. Foul call, Tiana Davis. That's her fourth. Going to the line, Mimi Goodman, free throw, Goodman, back rim, no good. Mulholland will come back in as Davis goes out. And Mimi Goodman, second free throw, front rim, no good. Rebound, Bershear. Bershear's tied up. No, they're going to call a foul. Going to call a foul on Columbia on the, on the rebound. And that's going to put Spring Hill at the line. Angus commits the foul for Columbia. Samira commits her second foul. Bershear at the line. Angus goes out of the game, back into the game for Columbia. Bailey. Second free throw in the air is good. And second free throw is up and in by Spring Hills this year. Columbia with the basketball. Columbia's lead has been cut to 25 with just under a minute left in the third quarter. Morgan to the right side for Columbia. Dumps it inside to Crawford, to Bailey, to Morgan, to Edwards. Edwards with it. Looking for the cutter. Goes out on top of Morgan. Morgan with it to Bailey. Off to Mulholland. Behind the arc on the right side. Can't shoot. Under pressure. Almost walks. That throws it away. Spring Hill with it. Now stolen away Columbia. Bailey. Skip pass to Crawford. Clock down to 25 seconds to Morgan. Morgan sets the offense. Five-second counts on. Morgan drives. Kicks it off on the right side. Mulholland back to Morgan. Clock down to 10 in the third quarter. Columbia with the basketball. Morgan with it. Clock down to eight to five. Bailey with it. Gives it off to Mulholland. Spring Hill runs over yep. a player, and they... One, one second left on the clock. I think the foul's on Spring Hills. Brashear pushed her, pushed, pushed her way through a screen right there and knocked the Columbia player to the floor. Fourth foul. Columbia with a shot at the buzzer. No good. Didn't get it off. Didn't get it off in time. That's the end of the third quarter with a score. Columbia Central 50, Spring Hill 25. We'll be back right after this.
Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224. Back in the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. Game of the week between Columbia Central and Spring Hill. Columbia Central on top by 25, 50 to 25 over the Spring Hill Raiders. And you're listening to the game of the week on 101.7 WKOM and 103.7 WKRM Columbia. As we get ready for the fourth quarter, Lady Lions up by 25. Columbia will have Mulholland. Morgan, along with Edwards, Bailey, Crawford, into the game. Game's gone by fairly quick. It has. Yeah, I mean, it, we're in the fourth quarter now. It's Ramsey with it, dumps it inside, and a foul call on Columbia on the pass. Foul called against Columbia. And quick games are a testament to well-coached teams. And Not a lot of Hill. fouls. Bailey commits the foul, her first. Spring Hill inbounded under the basket. Ramsey gets it in just in time. And Mimi gets it into Mimi. Goodman, and Goodman spins, shoots. They, said, they called that walking? Yeah, they called travel. Uh, kind from, of a Euro from, step. From the other side of the floor. I thought it was a great post-up move. The, the two officials that the, the individuals between didn't see it, but the, the official from across the I, other side of the floor saw it. I, I will just say that some officials have better eyesight than others. I guess. <laughs> That's one way to but summarize I guess, it. Yeah. I guess better than their partners do. <laughs> Ball goes inside Crawford. Nice pass. I, in shot put up Crawford for an eighth point. I tended just to trust my partners. That way I stayed out of hot water by calling across from the across the floor. Do you see what I mean? Does that make sense? And, and again, some, some officials are wiser than others. Or feel they are anyway. Yeah. Ramsey got it down, put up the shot, no good. Put it up again, no good. And the time ball call, Columbia's basketball. Morgan. Morgan with it, dumps it off Crawford. Crawford drives the baseline, whips her man, puts up the shot, blocked away by Brashear. What a block by Brashear. Ball slapped loose, chased down by Columbia Spring Hill, tied up by Bailey. And the alternate possession arrow pointing to. Nobody wants to take it out. Pointed towards Spring Hill. Spring Hill's basketball. Side back court. They get it into Harrison. Harrison. Alasia Harrison brings them into front court. Harrison breaks the dribble, breaks, puts up the shot short. Rebound ripped out of there by Bailey for Columbia to Morgan to Crawford. Crawford loses the handle, grabs it back on the drive, resets the offense to Mulholland, to Morgan, to Bailey. To Mulholland. 
to Crawford. Mulholland for three. No good. Rebound taken out of there by Mimi Goodman. Goodman pushes it down the floor to Brashear. Brashear dumps it inside Harrison. Harrison puts it up no good. Ball deflected. Chased down by Spring Hill. Gives it off to Ramsey. To Harrison for three. Got it. Harrison knocks it down. Harrison misses the two-footer, but hits the 22-footer. And Harrison having a big night for Spring Hill. Has 11 points. Harrison is coming a lot to life in the second half. Nine of those coming in the second half. Morgan for three. No good. Long rebound chase. Pulled off Columbia. Edwards. To Crawford. Back to Edwards. To Morgan in the lane. Morgan puts up the jumper. Short. Rebound taken out of there by Brashear. Spring Hill with it. Ramsey. Ball loose on the floor. Fight for it. Coming out of there with it is Goodman. To Harrison. Harrison puts up the shot. No good. Goodman with the putback and his foul. No good. Foul call Columbia. Foul call in Columbia's Kayla Crawford. Her second foul. Harrison cannot get the ball in the hole from right underneath the goal, but seems to shoot the three pretty well. Mimi Goodman will go to the line for Spring Hill shooting two. First free throw Goodman is short. But you have to really, really, the entire Spring Hill team, but particularly impressed with Goodman's under the basket along with uh, Brashear. J.C. Brashear. Morgan takes it all away. Knifes away through traffic. Puts up the shot off the glass. It's good. Savaya Morgan. Morgan averaging 16 and a half points. Scores her 13 points tonight for Columbia. Spring Hill to inbound it. They stop action. And a timeout called Spring Hill. 529 remaining in the ballgame. It's Columbia 54, Spring Hill 28. We'll be back right after this. Let pain keep you out of the game. Murray Regional Physical Therapy's experienced team of therapists can help you recover from surgery, injury, or illness by designing a plan that meets your unique needs. We utilize state-of-the-art equipment and proven techniques to help you get back to doing the things you love. Schedule a consultation at any of our convenient Southern Middle Tennessee locations by calling 931-380-4014. Murray Regional Health, where clinical excellence meets compassionate care. Five minutes and 29 seconds remain in the ballgame. Columbia leading 54-28 to 28 over Spring Hill. Harrison with the basketball. Dumps it inside. Brashear scores. Great pass Harrison to Brashear. And Brashear spins, shoots, and scores off the glass. And Brashear scores her ninth point for Spring Hill. It's like Columbia stepped on the end line right there as they were inbounding the ball, which is a no-no. Columbia. If you still have the ball in your possession as a thrower. Columbia turns it over. Woolridge into the game for Spring Hill. Spring Hill with a very limited bench. They get it into Patton. Ball loose on the floor. Picked up Columbia. Morgan with it. Morgan spins. Morgan pushes it down the floor. Got a two-on-one break. Morgan puts up the shot. Got hammered on the play by Spring Hill. Brashear. And Brashear, that's all. She fouls out. Is that five? Fouls out of the game Brashear with 5 left. Brashear has a sister that did not play, a twin sister that did not play this year for whatever reason. And she is just as good as her sister. Um, it's hopeful to be able to see them both on the court for senior year. Unfortunately, that didn't work out for whatever reason. But that, that would, could also be a difference in the game had she been able to be in, 
be in the game uh, playing with her. That's just another kid that's, that has the size and the height. I remember two Brasier girls last yes. year. You might have, they were they were double trouble. Last last Saturday night, I wondered where the other Brasier. I thought she might have been a year older, but you but they're twins. Yes, so they're the same age. She just chose not to play this year. I'm assuming. Great size Brasiers. Ramsey dribbles in the front court against Morgan, dumps it inside Brasier. Evidently not the fifth foul on Brasier. Brasier with the rebound, no good. With the rebound again, puts it up good, Brashear. J.C. Brashear with her 11th point. 55-32, left. Three-point shot, Columbia air ball. Columbia with the rebound, puts it up and good. That was just a long pass. Yeah, that air ball. Tiana Davis. Was part of it, part of it. That was just a long pass. It. Davis scores her 15th point. Spring Hill to Harrison. Tries, puts up the shot of glass, no good. Rebound, Brashear. Brashear get the rebound, puts back and scores. J.C. Brashear with a 13 point. 57-34, four minutes left in the ball game. Crawford with it, kicks it off Mulholland. Mulholland with the shot, no good. Long rebound chase, pulled off Columbia. Morgan with the great hands, chases it down. Morgan with the jumper on the baseline, no good. It's good, rolls in. Sabaya Morgan scores her 16 point. Nice shooting touch right there from Morgan as it rolled around the rim, bounced up, bounced in. Good for two. 59-34 Columbia. Woolrich loses the ball, taken off by Crawford. Crawford to Morgan for the breakaway. Puts it up off the glass, scores Crawford. Check that, Morgan. Morgan with the breakaway, puts up the basket and scores her 18th point. Sabaya Morgan. Yes. Morgan with the bucket. She's going to be mad at you. You don't give her credit for the buckets. So did she? Exactly. That goes, that goes <laughs> over her be, average, right, Barry? She averages 17? Yeah, she got over her average. She's averaging just under 17, and she scores, has 18 points. Sabaya Morgan. Ball goes inside Woolridge. Woolridge puts up the shot, no good. Fighting for the rebound, goes out of bounds off Brashear. Columbia's basketball. 3-0-3 left in the game. Columbia leading 61-34 over Spring Hill. Samira Angus into the game. Also into the game for Columbia is K.K. Bailey and Brooklyn Duke as Columbia unloads the bench. Also in is Kennedy Frierson. Davis running the point now. Walks it in the front court. Kicks it off on the right side, Bailey. Off to Samira for three. Oh. Got it. Samira Angus knocks down right the tray. She left out. Yeah, she did. Exactly. 64-34. Columbia up by 30. Spring Hill with the basketball. Ramsey. Mariah Ramsey with it. What a luxury it is to have to be able to pull Angus in off the bench, right, and, and, and come in and just not miss a beat. Exactly. Ball goes inside. Broken up, Columbia's Angus, and traveling called against Columbia. Now, if you could interchange pieces and parts, just think how strong the Lady Lions would be because they, they're not a big team. But if they had uh, Mimi Goodman and if they oh. had uh, uh, Brashear, that, that they would match up with just about anybody. Mimi Goodman started her high school career at Columbia Central High School. Is that right? Yes, she did. Wow. She transferred after volleyball season over her freshman year and went to Springfield High School. 2 5 left in the game. Ball deflected. 
out of bounds to Columbia. Davis runs the point for Columbia. Tiana Davis, very talented player for the Lady Lions, can play all five positions, as we mentioned, running the point now for Columbia. 5'9", junior, works the ball around the perimeter, being pressured by Woolrich. Gets it off to inside to Brooklyn Duke. Duke puts it up no good. Thanks for the rebound. Saved by Spring Hill. Coming out of the with it is Jay Sealand Brashear. Ramsey with it. Clocked down a minute 25. Dumps it inside. Brashear blocked away. Shot put up again. Blocked away again. A foul call this time on Columbia. Brashear's played just about the whole game. Foul call on Brooklyn Duke for a second foul. And Bashir at the line. Free throw Bashir is good. Bashir has had a, a, a really good night for Spring Hill. She has 14 points for the Lady Raiders. Bashir will get another free throw. Woolridge, Andre Woolridge into the game for Spring Hill. Bashir, second free throw. Back rim. Dropping good. Got the roll. Bashir is 15 points. She's averaging just over 12 points a game. Davis to Frierson. Dumps it inside. Spinning. Duke had it blocked away by Bashir. Yeah. Bashir's on offensive end, defensive end. She's doing it all right now for the Lady Raiders. Take it down to Harrison. Harrison puts it up and in for Spring Hill. Unfortunately, it's just a little too late in the ballgame for that. Alasia Harrison is 13. Davis with it for Columbia. Gets it out on top to Bailey. Bailey works it around the right side, goes all the way under, puts it up, got hammered. Shot, blocked the shot, and got mm-hmm. hammered on the play. Foul call. And, that and that's going to be five on Brashear. Brashear fouls out of the ball game with 48 <laughs> seconds left. Brashear officially fouls out. We had a foul out at the five-minute mark, but that was not official. Fouls out with 48 seconds left at the line for Columbia. K.K. Bailey. And Bailey will be shooting two free throws. Free throw Bailey. Back rim. No good. She'll get one more. 64-38. Lady Lions on top. Bailey. Second free throw. Back rim. No good. Rebound chase. Pulled out of there by Patton for Spring Hill. To Ramsey. Ramsey in the front court. Ramsey gets it off on the right side to Woolrich. Woolrich out on top to Harrison. Harrison. Between the circles. Jumps it off. Stolen away Columbia. Davis with the steal. Davis pushes it down the floor. Davis goes up for the shot. It's good. And that was a very tough shot right there. Yeah. Very play. tough shot. Good play. Just, she just was not going to be denied and strong to the hole. Tiana Davis scores her 17 point. Ball stolen Columbia. Bailey with the steal. Bailey. Goes all the way under. Had it stripped. And a foul call. Spring Hill. Yeah, Davis... Strong to go. Didn't allow the physical contact to affect her at all. Kept her eyes on the goal, and it went up and in. They say, okay, not shooting. Columbia with the ball. Shot put up, no good. Rebound, Samira Angus. Angus with the put back and scores her fifth point. 68-38. Shot at the buzzer, Spring Hill, no good. And that's your ball game. Lady Lions win. By the score of 68-38 to 38 over Spring Hill. Final score here tonight. It was Columbia Central Lady Lions winning 68-38 to 38 over Spring Hill. We'll take a break and we'll be back. 
right after this. I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Final score in the Murray County Public School Game of the Week. Columbia Central Lady Lions winning tonight by the score of 68-38 to 38 over Spring Hill. Keanu Edwards had eight points all coming in the first half. Sabaya Morgan had 18 points, a point and a half above her scoring average. Anaya Mulholland has a dozen points tonight. Tiana Davis had 17 points for Columbia. Kayla Crawford had eight Five points from Samira Angus, and that rounds out the scoring for Columbia Central. For Spring Hill, Mariah Ramsey had two points, and that was the initial two points of the ball game on two free throws on the tech before the game even started. And uh, Alasia Harrison had a big night, had 13 points, played well. J.C. Bershear had a really big night, had 15 points, lots of rebounds, played great defense for Spring Hill. Amy Goodman had six points. And two points from Houston uh, Patton for Spring Hill. Final score, Lady Lions winning over Spring Hill by the score of 68-38 to tonight. Lady Lions run their record to 19-6 and 4-4 and in District 9-4A. Joining us right now is the uh, principal here at Columbia Central, uh, Mr. Mike Steele. How's everything going? It's going well. How are you, sir? Uh, doing great. Doing fantastic. Yeah, good. Dr. Steele, tell us, uh, we were talking to Jordan Davis and Coach LeVere at halftime of the girls' game. We were talking about getting into February as a basketball team. Of course, Jordan played football, so he's been going at it pretty much all summer in through the fall into basketball season and I know even as an official and a former basketball player kind of the dog days of the basketball season is with the is through February leading up to the tournament and then you kind of get your second win yeah and of course you as principal had to deal with how many snow days were you guys out due to this bad weather I think we were. I think we were at a total of six. Last so I heard, we much, used six. So six that's pretty six. much a week. A week, a full week, for and sure, so a full week. There's no basketball going on during that time. Correct. And so what happens is everything gets pushed. All those games, those, that whole week of games, gets pushed into the next, uh, let's say, seven to ten days. Right. And so with with girls, and I know they're I know they're teenagers, and I know you and I can remember back when we were. Younger, we felt as though we were indestructible and could go, go and go and go. But the real reality of it is, when you're playing three, even sometimes four games a week, it has to take a toll on your team, and you have to be able to use sec- your your substitutes in a very uh, 
smart way to spell your starters and not just get them completely burnt out and run down. Do you agree with that? Uh, yeah, I agree. Uh, the last game with the girls kind of showed it. We, last week when we played Spring Hill, Spring Hill took our girls to overtime, and then tonight we win by 30-plus. I think the 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 rest and, and the ability to prep is in the way of practice uh, makes the world of difference. And I think uh, when you're talking someone, uh, about someone like Jordan – uh, as you know, it takes a very unique individual to be uh, to excel in athletics and then go on to play in any kind of college sports at any level. At any level, and you know, and that's a great point because a lot of people uh, associate excellence with uh, Division One, but there's there's plenty of NFL players right now that played NAIA. Absolutely, there are. Yeah, so Absolutely. I mean. You know, but it does take a special individual. What I'm really proud of is uh, the way the girls and the boys carry themselves in the hallways when nobody's, when they don't have fans, when they're not, when they're not looking around for applause. You know, sure. and uh, I'll just use Jordan as an example. Jordan goes out of his way every day to say hello, shake my hand, and, and he's just a great kid. Never, never causes an ounce of problem. His grades are good. And uh, leads by example. And leads by example, I mean, and, and, and he what gets more up to can balls. A principal asks for. Well, that's what I mean. I yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And yeah, and I hope he gets up to Ball State. I hope I hope they get him with a mentor and somebody that's going to really mentor him. And you know, because you got to deal with homesickness and all that kind of stuff. But if he can get past all that and just really get uh, acclimated to the schedule and whatnot, I think he's going to show out at that level. Okay. Now, in between games, as we're sitting here watching, there tell us about what's going on. Well, you Tonight, know, you have homecoming, homecoming during football season, and this is called Coming Home, where we will crown a king, a coming home king. There will no, be no queen. Gia Sharp is down here escorting one of the students, and she's our homecoming queen, and she will be uh, helping crown the king tonight. And, you know, over the years, I've never wanted to know. When, the, when these things happen, the teachers always want me. I don't, I don't even want to know about the voting. I don't want to know who won. I want to be surprised anybody else. Okay. Uh, okay. You know, so I don't know who's going to win tonight. Uh, and I don't even have a prediction. Now, we see, your, we see the ROTC program represented right here. Can you, can you give us a brief description about your ROTC program and the students that are involved in we that? We've got about 175 strong ROTC program, one of the best in the nation. And I'm not just saying that. When they compete regionally or uh, by state, they always come back either first or in the top five in the nation. And they get a Distinguished Service Award from the commander of the Naval Services for for their performance in these competitions, whether it's air rifle or whether it's drill or whether it's color guard, they get uh, they win all the time, and so they get a distinguished award uh, for a national award. Uh, nearly, well, they've had it two years in a row since I've been here. I've had I've been honored to see them get it. Uh, and they're look at them. They're fantastic. And, and uh, we've got two master sergeants that run the program. We we have an opening for a commander. Uh, our commander uh, got promoted, and we have an opening right now for uh, for a naval officer who is interested in being ROTC commander. So the ROTC program here is kind of a Navy-based ROTC. When, like, at Spring Hill, it's an Army-based, right? Or is that is that am, am I getting that correct? Are there. Yeah, I mean, they're Navy, but these guys are prepping for either going in the Navy or okay. maybe in the Marine Corps. And they're, the thing about these ROTC uh, cadets here, junior cadets here at Clemson, 
there as, well, the they king, just, as the king is crowned. They Kate just McCoy. made Kate and McCoy the king. Good well, choice. Good well choice. Deserved. The, star, the yes. star running back for the Columbia Central Lions. Star running back had just signed with Carson, Carson Newman. Newman. Yeah, because yeah, he had he had so many visitors here last week. I was trying to remember Carson Newman, and they're excited about him. They think they're going to play him as a wing back and uh, maybe a little running back, but he can definitely catch out of the backfield and uh, provide some really good speed at the wing at the wing back level for them. Well, congratulations to him. And just to finish up about their ROTC, I'm sure, and many people know this. But the cadets in these ROC, ROTC programs are exemplary students. I mean, they there's no, there's hardly any disciplinary problems with any of them, and they no. are just, uh, it, it, and yeah. that's that's where the ROTC program helps you and you as an administrator, and uh, they're just all all around good students. Yeah. And yeah. good people. And most of those kids don't want to, don't want don't have a desire to go in the military, but they love the program and the discipline of being in high school in the program. They love the rigors of the program and our master chiefs, they put them through it. They they do physical training, they do the um, the shooting with the air rifles and, and we have a range out back here. So if you're out there and you're a parent, you want your kid your child to be in a disciplined program, our 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 ROTC program is one of the best in the country. There you go. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking the time yeah, visiting with thank us you. at halftime. And we want to say, too, congratulations to Kate McCoy, King of the Lions. King, <laughs> King Lion King. King. Yeah, yeah, there, you go. Well, there you go. Shout out to my cheerleaders. They're going exactly. to Orlando Tuesday for nationals. Uh, they've been working really hard. That was one of their routines right there. Uh, and I, I happened to be over in the corner when they were getting over there, and they're all chirping at each other. Be sharp and smile. And, you know, I think they're ready for nationals. Uh, Barry Lynn Staggs done an amazing job prepping them for nationals. Well, I'll tell you what. The next time we have a, a Murray County game of the week, and I'm sure we will before the end of the season here, Columbia Central, we'll get a report from the cheerleaders how everything went in Orlando. And Yeah, that would be awesome. And maybe have a couple come up here and talk about there their experience. That would be amazing. Love, we would love As always, love you guys. Thank you guys for being out here. And, uh, and before you go, I want to say, too, uh, Columbia Central has to be proud of a lot of players and cheerleaders and students. But uh, particularly Kate McCoy, King of the Lions, Lion King, and, and Jordan Davis uh, going to Ball State. I'm sure it's a many, many more, but those two on my mind right now. Yeah. But you couldn't ask for two better student athletes than uh, Kate McCoy and Jordan Davis. And, uh, that, and that must make you proud as a principal to have students that you know under you succeed and advance and progress in such a manner that's going to change their lives i I mean yeah i am so proud of here's what i'm really proud of uh i'm proud that i've got a head coach and a athletic director over here for the district that would tell a child the truth about where they could go and what they could accomplish in college right so you know everybody wants to go to d1 and play for the national championship i get that but not everybody's going to get to do that. But I love the fact that Jordan and Malik and, and uh, Kate and these guys exactly. that are getting recruited, I love the fact that their coach has done a great job of getting them recruited uh, and, and, and giving them a chance to be successful at the level that they were recruited. I think it, I think it's authentic, and I think it's genuine. As and opposed honest. To, and honest. And I mean, honesty between a coach and a player about the, the reality of what – what they're building and, and, and you right. know 
And so, like, Alabama and Auburn and those guys are looking at Dravius for next year. He's a senior next year. He has the size. If he can get the strength and, quit and pick up his feet a little bit, he can be a player at the D1 level. Uh, and so you get realistic about where you can go. That doesn't mean you couldn't go on to the NFL or the NBA. Because, as you know, you grow so much between 18 and 22. Sure. I mean, you grow so much. Your skills get better. You get bigger, stronger, faster. Uh, but I love the fact that we don't have any issues with kids being told, hey, you know, you're going to be able to go to Alabama and start at running back. You know, you have to be special to do that, and you've got to be able to put in the work to do that. And I love that our coaching staff understands that, and they're honest with the kids. Also Tennessee also. But don't want to mention Malik. No, I'm a Florida State fan. I'm trying to be neutral. I'm trying to be neutral. <laughs> but you said a bad word. Let's go Knowles. Let's go Knowles. <laughs> but uh, also Malik Smith uh, uh, doing Malik. well. And, we, and, and the best is yet to come, as you mentioned, for Columbia Central players and student athletes. Uh, the best is yet to come. Uh, there's already excitement for next year for the football program. I went out to baseball today. Coach Simlar's out there. Our softball was scrimmaging themselves today. So Coach McDonald's got the softball team rocking and rolling. And and think about think about Whitthorn Middle School. Whitthorn, and Whit, yeah. well, they just got knocked out of on their quest, very getting almost getting to the state tournament. They got beat last night. But imagine those players who are possibly and more than likely on their way to this program here for Coach Levere and the Central. Central Lions, I mean. Yeah, Coach Moore, too. The, the young ladies were amazing. Yeah, the yeah. future is bright. If they will come up here and stay together, there's no reason they can't compete for a state championship. Exactly. No reason. Exactly. They got the best. You're not going to find any better coaches than Moore or Levere. You're not. I mean. Was that your fog machine they used from your nah, house? Did listen. You, somebody told me you had one in your garage yeah, yeah. For, for disco it, it, night. Right. And now, was that your, was that well, your fog machine? I grew up. I was, a, I was a, in the 80s and early the, 90s. Absolutely. Okay. I still have. My pla- I still have my platform shoes of the house. Well, that was that was cool. I like and the, the bell bottom. Yeah. Bell bottom, absolutely. <laughs> well, we certainly enjoyed Man, talking with you. I appreciate you guys so much. Thanks for being here and always supporting Lion Nation uh, for the listeners. Uh, we're fortunate to have you guys be able to broadcast all of our games and those kind of things. So thank you very much well, for always I, doing I'll that. I'll tell you what, for the listeners out there and the viewers online, it's it's not only WKOM, but it's a partnership between WKOM and the Murray County Public Schools. Yes, exactly. They allow this to happen. They're bringing this to everybody, and uh, we just couldn't be more happy to do well, it. Well, I found out just the other day, I think Chris told me that Santa Fe is ranked in the state. Right, number one. one, one. I yeah. mean, shout out to them. I hope yes. they I hope they go all Aiden the way. Slaughter. I mean, you know, the kid is. Yeah, I heard. You I know, heard. He averages, what, 33, 35, 35 points, points a game. I mean, if, you, if you've never seen him play in a basketball game, you somehow you need to get over there and watch them. Because I, I want to. I really want is, to. He is something special to watch. He I'm, was all, I'm all for Murray County Schools winning unless we're playing them. There you go. I, and unless that's we're, yeah, yeah. I don't think people are mad at you for no, that. No, 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 no. no. I want to win. No. I want my boys and girls to win. Completely. But, uh, Understandable. Last a couple was it last year? I think Mount Pleasant had a couple of good games and a run in the playoff. I was very Football. happy for him. Yeah. You know, very very proud, very happy for him. I just want him. Uh, we we definitely can raise the level of our uh, athleticism in this county, but we're doing that. We've got a vision, and we're on a mission to do that for the whole county, and that's pretty exciting. Well, you know what? Improving improving. Your facilities, Murray County Public Schools, making that investment. Yeah. You know, that will correlate into more students coming to the games as smaller kids looking up to the facilities, seeing what's going on, and wanting to be a part of that when they get of age. 
Absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Yes. That's, that's what it's about. Well, look at this crowd tonight. It's an amazing crowd, that's right? right. Slam that's pack, right. Slam pack crowd. So, uh, our girls, our girls took care of business. Hopefully, the boys can. They seem to be fired up for it. And I'm getting a call from my AD, so I, let me let me get off the radio okay. and see what he wants, okay. guys. Thank you so much. You thank you, Dr. Night. Steele. Thank, thank you. you, Dr. Steele. Getting ready for the starting lineups between Columbia Central Lions and the Raiders of Spring Hill in just a few minutes. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with more right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones and Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones and Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5 and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones and Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. Foster Insurance Agency is a locally owned independent agency and a proud member of the insurers of Tennessee. Foster represents many top-rated insurance companies such as Auto Owners Insurance. The great team at Foster has been servicing Columbia and surrounding areas in Middle Tennessee since 1952 and offers many commercial and personal insurance products. Call Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford today at 931-388-8365 or stop by their convenient location at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia, Tennessee. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? 
experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long, hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Hi, Jimmy here for Columbia Ace Hardware. Columbia Ace Hardware now carries Magnolia Home by Joanna Gaines Paint. Now their premium quality and huge selection of colors will be right in your neighborhood. Along with the award-winning service and advice, Columbia Ace has always provided for your paint projects. Around the block, what you need in stock, with people who know their paint. Columbia Ace, the helpful place. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. This is Elk Kennedy. The old saying is, happy wife, happy life couldn't be more true. Many years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, had major surgery on her back, but continued with chronic pain. Doctors were saying invalid, disabled, but then she found the Dr. Gill Center for Back, Neck, and Chronic Pain in Franklin, Tennessee. It has changed our lives. We visited there recently with Dr. Wendy Tui, saw the -the state-of-the-art facilities. Folks, don't take a pill. Call Dr. Gill. Go to callmepainfree.com. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378, Equal Housing Lender. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. And welcome back to the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. I'm Barry Duke, along with engineer Swiss Army Knife, does everything for us, Lewis Maddox, Drake Colley, and Murray County School uh, Athletic Director Chris Corner. And the Murray County 
high school pub, uh, game of the week here at Columbia Central tonight as the Lions take on Spring Hill for the second time in less than a week. Yeah, second time in less than a week. We had the uh, what was considered the Ronald McDonald shootout last Saturday night in Spring Hill. The girls game went into overtime, which was quite different outcome tonight, as you all just listened to. But uh, the Columbia Lions took care of business against the Raiders last Saturday night in Spring Hill. But, you know, this is a different night, different time. Yeah. Uh, who knows what will happen in tonight's game. Last week, of course, the Columbia Central Lions went to Spring Hill. Lions came away with a hard-earned 55-42 to win. And uh, the Lions winning last night, 61-53, in another big district matchup at Warren County. After taking it on the chin uh, at... Manche- or at Coffee County in Manchester, Tennessee. Exactly. So, uh, big win for the Lions as they're at home taking on rival Spring Hill in a big district matchup, a District 9A matchup that yeah. uh, could determine the seedings for the tournament coming up later on this month. Runs marathon. Well, the captains have met with the head official, head referee in the middle of the floor. Explained what he expects out of them to maintain sportsmanship, manage their teammates' emotions. And if they have any issues, it's for them to come and talk to the officials themselves if they have any questions. I want to say this, too, because Lewis was there last night, but I want to say proud of the uh, Whithorn Middle School Tigers for their efforts last night. They lost 45-40 to 40 in the uh, sectionals at uh, Stewart's Creek High School in uh, lost, but uh, they, they represented Columbia well. Yeah, they lost to Spring Station, which is just uh, right there in Spring Hill, a little north of Spring Hill on the west side of I-65 in between Thompson Station and Spring Hill. So a team that's only 10 or 12 miles away from us. So good luck to them moving forward. Exactly. Starting lineup for Spring Hill, number 10, Trey Isaac. Number 22, Dalton Resta. Number 24, Keelan Jackson. Number 44, Elijah Carter. And number 5, Sheridan Hamlin. For Columbia Central, number 2, Jordan Davis, who we talked to earlier tonight. Number 3, a senior, Malachi Horton. Number 10, the point guard, Kenneth Jackson. Number 24, D.K. Armstrong, which I understand had a big game last night for Columbia Central. And coming through the fog, the last one yeah. starter is Damarian Polk for Columbia Central. I, hey, I'm digging this fog, fog machine now. I'm telling you, I might have to buy one of those for the house. Got the purple my gold would, lighting and the my fog dog machine. Would love that hey, every thing. every I mean, time you walk in the house, you walk in with That's the lights right. and the fog going on. That's right. Every time the dog comes back <laughs> in from outside doing his business, we crank up the fog machine. And <laughs> here he comes. Uh, my miniature dachshund comes rolling in with fog machine and disco lights. Now, what's your dog's name again? <laughs> Carl. Carl. Uh, yeah. He's something else. I'm telling you what. Carl, if you're listening, hang on, brother. I'll be home right after the game. Columbia Central, white tops and bottoms, purple numerals, trim in black. Spring Hill, maroon tops and bottoms, gray numerals. Center jump will be between Carter and Armstrong. Elijah Carter and D.K. Armstrong. Tap is up, controlled by Spring Hill. And I just never figured out, 
why the dogs are so much happier to see you come home than your children are. I don't, I've never understood that, but I don't know. Spring Hill with the take basketball. That, take that, call. take that to the grave with me. I don't know. I don't know. What, just ask Carl. He'll tell hey, you. Yeah, Carl, that, that Carl, Carl loves you more than you tell your you kids what, do. I swear that tail's just going to break off from wagging <laughs> it so hard. <laughs> Columbia with the basketball for the first time tonight. Jackson with it from Davis. Back to Davis. Pump fakes a three. Won't take it. Spring Hill dug in on defense. Jackson to Davis. Back to Jackson. Pump fakes a three. Won't take it. To Davis. Davis gets it inside Armstrong. Armstrong spins. Shoots. Won't stay down. Rebound. Taken off by Spring Hill. And over the back is Columbia. And Dalton Resta is fouled on the play by Columbia's Pope. Didn't quite look like Spring Hill stayed straight up on that initial shot by Columbia. Looks like his arm kind of came forward, made a little contact, but it wasn't called. Spring Hill with the basketball. Trey Isaac. Ball loose on the floor. Stolen stolen away by Columbia's Davis. Davis scoops it up, and late whistle. Foul call, Columbia. Jordan Davis commits the foul. What do you think about that? Eh, I mean... Reaching fouls are kind of 50-50. If you're gonna, if you're gonna go Especially for the steal, especially when the ball is loose. Yeah, when you're gonna go, gonna go for the steal uh, around the opposing team, then you're gonna, you're just rolling the dice on whether you come out of there unscathed as far as a foul being called. Just called a little late. Ball goes inside to Carter. Ball goes out of bounds. They say he touched Columbia last, and it's Spring Hills basketball to the inbound and underneath their basket. Isaac would do the honors. Whistle blows and offensive foul call, Spring Hill. Spring Hill is called for the offensive foul. Elijah Carter, the freshman, and commits the foul. That's his first team first foul. And you're listening to the Murray County Public School Game of the Week here tonight here in Columbia. No score as of yet. Defensive struggle, maybe. Davis for three, no good. Rebound, taking off Isaac. Isaac pushes it down the floor. A little sluggish, having gone to Warren no. County yesterday. No. That's two-hour-plus drive. I, and they got to go to school the next morning. And, look, I, I don't care how old you are or how young you are. Right. That takes that type of traveling and time and games throughout the week in a six, seven, eight period, three yep. games. Yep. Takes its toll on your body. Absolutely. Ball stolen Columbia. Horton with the steal and grab from behind and a foul call Spring Hill. Aston Hoffman is called for the foul. That's his first, team second. Chris, how deep would you say Columbia's bench goes? How many I mean, players sitting you, on the bench? I, I mean, would you say, would you say all of them are at, at the coach's disposal? No, yeah, Maybe well, half of five or six. Yes, all at all at his disposal, and I mean he will use them as he needs to. Oh. But I would say Ooh, he's probably maybe that was a block. By I would say he's probably you know in total he could use about an eight an eight player eight to nine player okay. rotation. Okay. Nice block, Spring Hill. Ball knocked out of bounds, though. It's Columbia's basketball. And I would say in terms of high school basketball, that's relatively deep nowadays. I mean. Extremely deep. I mean, that's that's deep. And the thing about it is if you got a team that is in that position to be that deep, that's a game changer for you, especially if if all 
you know, all nine can really, really play and, right. be, and contribute. That's just, I mean, it gives your players rest. It allows you to compete at a different level and allows you to wear teams down. Shot no good. Columbia, Spring Hill back the other way. Shot up no good. Rebound taken off Spring Hill. No score yet, but five minutes left in the first quarter of the scoreless game. Spring Hill with the basketball. Hoffman. Spring Hill looks a little bit more deliberate offensively, getting their offensive set tonight than they did Saturday night. Jackson for three. In and out, no good. Long rebound chase pulled off Columbia. Horton. Gives it off to Jackson in the front court. Jackson goes all the way under, puts up the shot. Deflected out of bounds, and they give it back to Columbia. No, Spring Hill's got oh, it. Spring Hill basketball. He saw it off of Jackson, I think. Is Jackson just drove the lane in those, inside those big trees right there. It, it, was, almost, it was almost like a desperation shot, yeah. like just anticipating the foul, and it never happened. He loses the ball. And then and it bounced off of him, him and, and yeah. bounced off of him and went out of bounds. That's right. 4:42 left in the first quarter. Scoreless game. Back right after this. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad Bobby Parks and my great granddad Julian Mays in 1958. We've been family owned the whole time, and being family owned, locally owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Scoreless ball game. Spring Hill with the basketball. Isaac brings it in the front court. Jumps it off on the right side to Jackson. Jackson spins on the lane. Kicks it off to Cecil. Clock down to 4.15 and nobody scored yet. Isaac between the circles being worked on by Jackson. Kicks it off on the right side to Hoffman. Out on top to Cecil. Pass stolen away Columbia. Jackson with the steal. Jackson got the one-on-two break. Puts up the shot. Reverse layup. Rolls it in good. Nice play by Kenneth Jackson with the steal. Goes coast to coast. Lays it off the glass and scores. Ball slapped away. Foul call Columbia. Beautiful reverse layup by Jackson right there. Drove the lane from the right side. Flicked it back up from the left-hand side. The little spin up off the glass and in. It was beautiful offensive play. Two to nothing. Columbia on top. Spring Hill will inbound the play. Jackson. Spring Hills, Jackson. And foul called against. They didn't see who they posted that. but Third foul on Columbia. What was that? Drake, what happened? <laughs> what was that, Drake? Uh, two players, one for Spring Hill, one for Columbia, waiting to come in the ball game. They end on the play and I don't, whistle I don't, blows. I, think I don't just, assume the official let them in. I don't. But I think that's you what it was. You don't stop play to adjust that. You just keep playing till the next whistle and then let them in. Drake, it's been a long time since you've officiated, and they may have that, that the, rule, the new reiteration rule, of the book. That rule has not been changed. Okay, all right. Because an official makes a mistake and overlooks substitutes, 
That's and, it. That's what the case, I believe. And they put the ball back in play. Doesn't mean they stopped to correct that. I just want to make sure go, there's not a new You go to there. the next dead ball. <laughs> Polk with the ball for Columbia. But that's not what he did. Gives it off to Vaughn. Back to Polk. Polk drives. Kicks it off on the right side. Davis. Davis for three. Got it. Jordan Davis knocks down the tray for Columbia. And the Lions take a 5-0 lead over Spring Hill. Isaac under pressure. Brings it into front court. Gives it off to Hamlin. To Hoffman. Spring Hill works it around. Looking for their first points with just over three minutes to go in the first quarter. Hoffman with a long three off the mark. Taken off by Columbia. K.I. Hunt. Hunt is bumped on the play and a foul call. Spring Hill. Trey Isaac commits the foul. That's his first. Team third. And K.I. Hunt will inbound it for Columbia. Columbia leading 5 to nothing with three minutes left in the first quarter. Low-scoring game. Columbia gets it inside. K.I. Hunt, triple team, puts up the shot, won't go. Rebound, fall forward, ripped out of there by Spring Hill. Nice, nice rebound no, by Dalton yeah, Rester. Very nice rebound. He had two tall Columbia defenders around him and went up and jerked that ball down with both hands. Jackson with the shot, no good. Rebound pulled out of there by Polk. Polk is clammed on the back. Gets, pushes it down the floor. Good pass. Good pass. Gives it off to Vaughn. Vaughn puts it up. Got it blocked good away. Good pass and good block. Blocked away by Spring Hill. Goes out of bounds to Columbia. Beautiful Clump. bounce pass by, by Polk from top of the key to the left side. Of the, uh, just on the left side of the bucket right there. Ooh. Columbia with the basketball. Davis puts it up for three. Is good. Jordan Davis for his second tray. And Spring Hill calls the timeout. As Jackson for Spring Hill just shoves his way through the screener right there and screener slams his slams to the floor. Nothing was called. Timeout on the court, 229 remaining in the first quarter. Columbia up 7-0. We'll keep it right here. Short timeout. Columbia back on the floor. Waiting on a whistle. Spring Hills coached by veteran coach Jimmy Young. Spring Hill facing full court pressure. Jackson gets the ball inbounded. Gets it over to Resta. Back to Jackson. Jackson, a strong 5'10 player. Gets it in the front court to Resta. Back to Jackson. Pump fakes a three. Now takes a three. And it's good. Jackson knocks down the tree, uh, three. Keelan Jackson with his first three. Davis drives all the way under the basket, kicks it off to Hunt, to Polk. Polk with the basketball. 22-footer, back rim, no good. Fight for the rebound, bodies fly. Foul call on the play. Foul call, Spring Hill. to Cecil and the officials confer. Javin Cecil is called for the foul. His first team fifth. Somebody should be shooting free throws, shouldn't they? They finally, they finally rectified it. They have that changed that rule since I, I got out of the fish chain a couple years ago. 
Jalen Knight. I just want to make sure you're keeping up, sir. Now the the bonus, a double bonus, two free throws on the fifth foul of the quarter, not the seventh foul of the half. Why do you think they changed that rule? I had no idea. Makes the game go by faster. I I thought you might have been on the committee or something. No, absolutely (laughs) not. They don't. (laughs) <laughs> they, they don't They don't need me to make any decisions for them at Tebow's AA or the NFHS level. Jalen Knight hits the first free throw. Second free throw rims out of there. No good. Cecil with the rebound. Now remember, leading 8-3. to three. Remember Saturday night for the Raiders, Jackson had a couple of offensive fouls where he tried to make his own room uh, to get the ball up and in for Spring Hill. So we'll have to see if he gets has cleaned that up tonight. Traveling Spring Hill turns it over to Columbia. And Landon Miller is in for Spring Hill. Eight to three is the score. Columbia with the basketball. Jackson with it for Columbia. Out on top to Polk. Polk drives. Dumps it off Jackson. Jackson behind the arc. Dumps it inside Armstrong. Armstrong lays it in. It's good. Nice pass. Jackson to Armstrong. And Armstrong lays it in. Spring Hill walks it in the front court. Miller. Miller, quick point guard. Drives all the way under. Had it stripped away. Taken off Columbia. Tellington. Chase Tellington with it. Kicks it off to Jackson. Still in backcourt. Going to have to hurry. And Jackson gets it into front court for Columbia. Takes it down the lane. Ball deflected out of bounds off Spring Hill to Columbia. Chris, you're the Murray County Public Schools Athletic Director. Where do uniform funds normally come to uh, come from for schools? Where do I, what? So, so schools typically have to fundraise that for themselves. Okay. Uh, what we have been encouraging, that for whatever reason, there was this trend uh, where you know you you buy a uniform, kid takes a keeps a uniform for the year, and then the school buy a uniform all over again next year. So we've been really stressing, to, you know, to buy high quality uniforms that, and that stay with it. the school and reuse them. And so you're starting to see teams do more and more of that. Uh, but yeah, but any funds like that have have come directly from fundraising okay. efforts. Uh, any sort of team fees have have been what have gone to cover the, the okay. uniform. I got. You. 10 to 3 is the score. Clock down to 14 seconds left in the first quarter. Fast moving first quarter. Jackson with it. Drives top of the key. Dumps it inside. Shot blocked away by Columbia's Armstrong. As Cecil got an open shot. Jackson uh, Armstrong comes up and blocks it away. Uh, have, I think Spring Hill just met Mr. Armstrong there underneath the goal. Spring Hill with the ball in the baseline. Shot put up by Miller at the buzzer. Hmm. No good. Almost went in. At the end of the first quarter of the score, Columbia Central 10, Spring Hill 3. We'll be back right after this. Foster Insurance Agency is a locally owned independent agency and a proud member of the insurers of Tennessee. Foster represents many top-rated insurance companies such as Auto Owners Insurance. The great team at Foster has been servicing Columbia and surrounding areas in Middle Tennessee since 1952 and offers many commercial and personal insurance products. Call Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford today at 931-388-8365 or stop by their convenient location at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia, Tennessee.
back in the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. I'm Barry Duke, along with Lewis Maddox, Drake Colley, and Murray County Public School Athletic Director Chris Horner. Chris, yep. Chris uh, I left just a few minutes ago between games, and there's a whole row down there that, that you could appreciate. I don't know if Drake knows them or not, but all the uh, old Columbia stars sitting on that bottom row down there, and uh, uh, Ronnie Bailey. I don't want to give up too many names and oh forget somebody. Shine Armstrong and several several players down on that uh, on that first row down there. So a lot of the uh, older players are here representing tonight. Ronnie Bailey. Yeah, so 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 tonight they will be they, they will be honoring alumni at halftime of the boys' game, Columbia Central High School alumni. So. It's a lot of the special night. Yeah, the guys who really made the Lions then the Lions then and uh, really kind of established for what it is today. So uh, big hats off to them. Kudos for them. They kept gymnasiums packed and people uh, carpooling and caravanning to see them play in away games. All deflected. A couple of shots by Columbia. Take it by Spring Hill. Miller with it. Miller with the shot. No good. Rebound. Armstrong kicks it out to Jackson. Jackson down the floor to Davis. Davis takes it to the rack, puts up the shot. No good. Foul call. Foul call on Spring Hill. Cecil. A couple of players playing that didn't play or didn't play much last week against Columbia. Cecil for Mr. Foul. Free throw. Missed by Davis. Davis, we got another free throw. No good. Rebound ripped out of there by Spring Hill. Elijah Carter back into the game for Spring Hill, a freshman. Keelan Jackson with it for Columbia. Gives it off to Miller. 11-3 is the score. All deflected, saved by Myers. Tom Strong to Jackson. Kenneth Jackson. Jackson, skip past Polk. Polk for three. Got yeah. it. Polk knocks it down, the three-point shot. Cha-ching for Mr. Polk right there. Ring it up. To Marion Polk. Makes it a 14-3 ball game. Spring Hill gets the ball in the front court, throws it away. Jack. Whitworth into the game for Spring Hill. 6.41 left in the first half. Columbia on top, 14-3, coming off an eight-point win last night over Warren County at McMinnville. Polk with it on the left wing. Skip pass to Jackson Meyer. Meyer lost the handle of the ball, driving to the basket, turns it over. Spring Hill will get the basketball. Miller in backcourt. Being worked on by Kenneth Jackson. Brings it in the front court. Five second counts on. Kicks it off to Keelan Jackson. Out on top to Whitworth. Spring Hills Fox. Landon Fox with it. Gives it off to Jackson. Being worked on by Polk. Being pressured off to Miller. Six minutes left in the first half. Miller with the basketball. Solid defense by Columbia. All slapped. Jackson Spring Hill maintains possession. 
Almost throws it away, and stepping on go. the sideline is Spring Hill. Spring Hill's having a tough time of getting the ball inside close to the goal. A lot of working the ball around the arc, but they're having a rough go of it when it comes to feeding their larger post on the inside. And, of course, you've got Mr. Armstrong patrolling the red, the, the hot zone, too, uh, which makes shots from the inside even tougher. They rip a pass into Armstrong to Polk for three. No good. Short. Long rebound, take it on Miller, Spring Hill. Spring Hill gets it in front with the Whitworth to Jackson. Jackson lays it up, good. Check that, Spring Hill's Carter. Elijah Carter puts up an end. With the stare back. Yes, he did. Jackson gets it inside, Armstrong bump. Puts up the shot, no good. Gets his own rebound, puts it up, no good. Fight for the rebound, take it off Spring Hill. Keelan Jackson. Jackson to Miller. Miller pushes it in the front court. 14-5, Columbia. Columbia had it on the rim twice, wouldn't go down. Carter bumps his way in, shot put up, and a oh, foul wow. call Columbia. I don't know. I don't. Yeah. I, thought he might get, I thought he might get a jump ball out of that. You know well, what I mean? I thought he was going to call travel. Uh, uh, yeah, because it really was, could have been an offensive foul. Yeah. But they call a foul on Armstrong. And Armstrong commits the foul for Columbia. That's his first. Spring Hill to inbound it. Miller under pressure. Gets it in to Carter. Carter bump. Puts up the shot. In and out. Back in. Good. Carter. Elijah Carter with the bucket for his fourth point. Carter is freshman. Going to be a really good player inside. Tall and rangy. Horton back into the game for Columbia. Kicks it off to Polk. Polk for three. Front rim no good. Rebound fault four. Goes out of bounds. Off. They hadn't decided yet <laughs> off of Spring Hill. Can't seem to get a direction from that baseline official right there. He, <laughs> Not exactly. He holds his hand straight up but won't give us a, which direction the ball is supposed to be put in. Davis for three. No good. Rebound. Fault four. Slapped around. Knocked out of bounds. Saved by Columbia. Polk with the save. Good quickness by Polk. Polk kicks it off. Ah. To Vaughn. That slapped away. Taking off Spring Hill. Miller in the front court. Miller all the way under, puts up the shot, runs over a Columbia player, offensive foul call. Miller is called for the offensive foul, his second. Yeah, Miller a little out of control. They're going coast to coast with the ball and uh, went to lay it up on the right side and just caught the t- shoulder of the defender. Call for the offensive charge. Columbia with the basketball. Polk with it. Polk with a jumper. Got it. Demarion Polk puts it up from 15 on the baseline and scores his fifth point. Makes it a 16-7 ball game with four minutes left in the first half. Miller with it. Being worked on by Jackson. Brings it in the front court. Miller's very quick. Gives it off to Keelan Jackson. Spring Hill. Works the ball over to Resta. Resta with it out on top to Spring Hills Hoffman. Over to Whitworth. Whitworth, long three-point shot. Got it. Whitworth from the courthouse knocks it down. Jack Whitworth, Spring Hill. from the courthouse. Knocks down the long three. Nothing but net. Nothing but net. 16 to 10, makes it a six-point game. Polk comes out of the ball game into the game for Columbia. Chase Tellington 
Columbia turns it over. Spring Hills basketball. Three-point shot again. It's good. This time by Jackson. Jackson knocks down. Keelan Jackson knocks down the three. For his sixth point. Makes it a 16-13 game. Low-scoring game with 325 left. Columbia's Horton for three. Got it. Malachi Horton knocks down the tray. You know, he warmed up the other night when we were talking about his three-point shooting. Yes, Malachi knocks it down. Absolutely he did. Miller in the front court. Kicks it off to Keelan Jackson for Spring Hill. Three minutes remaining in the first half. 19-13 ball game. Jackson working on the left wing. Skip pass to Miller. Chases it down. Spring Hill with the ball. Trying to set a little tempo here. Miller being worked on by Horton. Kicks it off. And a timeout called Spring Hill. Two minutes, 51 seconds remain in the first half. Columbia Central 19, Spring Hill 13. Back right after this. Are you looking to turn your car into cold, hard cash today? Don't look any further than Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. You probably know us for selling cars, but did you know we're in the business of buying cars? That's right. We buy all makes and models at top dollar every day. Show up with your car and leave with cash. It's that easy. Stop by today to get a written offer on your vehicle. Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia is family owned and proud to serve our community. You can count on us. 6.7 ball game, 19-13. Columbia Central on top with two minutes and 51 seconds remaining in the first half of play. Columbia will have Armstrong, Jackson, Tellington, Horton, and Hunt, K.I. Hunt, into the game. Of course, Jaravius Hall not playing tonight, nursing a bad ankle, I believe. Spring Hill with the basketball and the momentum. They kick it off to Jack Whitworth. Dumps it off to Jackson. On the baseline, stole away Columbia's Horton, but uh, stepping on the end line is Spring Hill. Now they say Columbia stepping on the end line on the save, so Spring Hill will have the ball to be inbounded underneath their basket with 2.29 remaining in the first half. Ball goes inside to Carter. Out on top, Jackson for three. Got it. Nothing but net. Keelan Carter. Yep. Carter. Check that Keelan Jackson. Jackson knocks it down. Yeah. Nice stroke by Jackson. Just top of the key area and uh, simple three-point jumper. I mean, just reminds me a lot of your shot, Barry. Yeah, right. <laughs> We're tied at 19. I Swish. wish. Nothing but net. Swish. Swish. Jackson with it to Pope. Pope. Drives, nice under, gives it off to Jackson. Jackson for three, short. Rebound taken off, Spring Hill. Whitworth gives it off to Miller. Miller with it in the front court. Miller between the circles, works it on the right side to Whitworth. Gives it off to Fox. Dumps it inside, Carter. Carter spins, puts up the shot. It's good! Carter, reverse layup, just threw it up there. Now, Carter is a freshman, number 44 for Spring Hill. But imagine him in about three years. Exactly. I mean, he's going to be a force to be reckoned with. Hope for three. Got it. Demarion Hope. 
Beautiful stroke by Polk. Stroke by Polk. Big shot. Needed it. Yeah, we saw Carter in the in the Murray County Middle School tournament last year and at Battle Creek, and, and we knew he was going to be yeah, like absolutely. that. absolutely. Carter yeah. again puts it up there short. Rebound taken off Polk. Uh -oh. Down to uh -oh. Columbia's Armstrong. Uh -oh. Armstrong puts it up and blocked away. And the freshman is the freshman for Spring Hill was having none of it. He, he's excited. you blow the whistle on that. Uh, and the Spring Hill I don't fans. Know if you blow the whistle on that. The Spring Hill fans react. I don't know if you blow the whistle on that. Elijah Carter is called for the foul. Hey, the Keelan got to rise up, though. He got to rise up. Oh, man. Armstrong first free throw, no good. He'll get one yeah. more. Yeah. As the freshman comes out of the game now, number 44. Carter. Got, Carter's. I'm going to say you got mostly ball on that, okay? I'm not going to say all ball. I'm going to say mostly. Listen, there's some things you just got to let go in momentum. There you go. Jackson, second free throw is good. Check that uh, Armstrong, second free throw is good. Jackson is uh, was pumped. <laughs> he was jacked after that block <laughs> shot. Hey, he hustled back. I mean, he, he got back in that, position. That's right. And, I mean, he contested the shot. I mean, I don't. That, that's a bump. You got to call that. Yeah. That's, that's a foul in high school. Might not be in Division One or any type of college, but it is in high school. I think that was a foul in the NBA. <laughs> Jordan Davis is called for the foul. 23-18. Columbia on top. Spring Hill calls a timeout. 50 seconds left in the first half. It's Columbia 23 Spring Hill, 18, back right after this timeout. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee, on 919 Nashville Highway or parksmotorsales.com. 50 seconds remain in the first half of a low-scoring game. Columbia leading 23-18. Spring Hill with the basketball. They get it into Hoffman to Jackson. Back to Hoffman. Over to Miller. Miller between the circles to Jackson. Jackson out on top, Hoffman. Columbia dug in on defense with some of the younger players into the game. Traveling call, Spring Hill turns it over to Columbia. 30 seconds left in the first half. Columbia's basketball with 30 seconds. You think they're running down to the last shot of the oh, yeah, half? I mean, why not? you got a five-point lead. Let's just try to get into an offensive set, get a good look at the bucket. Columbia just one starter in the game. Right now, Smith with it being bumped, slapped, kicks it out to Myers. Ten seconds to go. Off to Vaughn. Vaughn with it in the corner. Vaughn out on top to Polk. Three. Three seconds up. Polk with the shot. No good. And rebound Spring Hill, and that's the end of the first half. It's halftime. Halftime score at Columbia Central 23, Spring Hill 18. We'll take a break, and we'll be back with the head coach of the Columbia Central Lady Lions, Megan Moore, and also with Tiana Davis right after this timeout.
Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915 Columbia, and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. This is Clayton Harris, and you're listening to the home of the Columbia Central High Lions, 103.7 WKRM, Columbia, Tennessee. And welcome back to the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium in the Murray County Public School High School Game of the Week between Columbia Central and Spring Hill Raiders. Halftime, halftime score, Columbia Central 23, Spring Hill 18. And joining us right now is the head coach of the Columbia Central Lady Lions, Megan Moore and Tiana Davis. And uh, a big game for you, Lady Lions, tonight. Coach Moore winning by 30, 68 to 38. Absolutely. Much much better than last Friday, or last Saturday, that's for sure. Exactly. An overtime win last Saturday, less than a week against Spring Hill at Spring Hill. And uh, the... Uh, Overtime killer came in and uh, knocked out some big <laughs> shots, and that's uh, uh, Angus. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, uh, Angus came in and knocked down some big uh, shots for you. And uh, Lady Lions winning in overtime. Samira Angus knocking down some big shots tonight. Uh, Tiana Davis had a big game for the Lady Lions, along with uh, Anaya Mulholland. And uh, Anaya tonight had uh, I have her with a dozen points mm-hmm. and uh, played hard tonight and uh, played real well for the Lady Lions. I so. said uh, Tiana Davis. I was looking at the back of your head, and, and, and that's part of the, uh, I'm going to call them the four-headed monster because yeah. all of them look the same and play the same, except Tiana's a little bit bigger than the rest of them. But uh, but uh, <laughs> used to be the three-headed monster, but uh, Tiana's joined the, joined the group. But uh, great win tonight for the Lady Lions and a great win last night for the Lady Lions down in McMinnville at, uh, uh, against McMinnville against uh, Warren County. Yeah. Guys, it seems like tonight it all just kind of gelled really, really well. And, you know, last week, very tough physical game going into overtime, very close, hard fought for for both teams. Y'all eventually, you know, came out with the victory. But what was different tonight? Was it just the home crowd? Is it, it, you know, Coach Moore, what is it? I don't know. Um, You know, at some point in time, everybody in their season has a lull. And, you know, you always want to hit that wall right before Christmas. Well, unfortunately, ours came like a little bit post-Christmas. Um, you know, we, we had the lull, but we were still able to pull it out. But then, you know, we had a three-game losing streak, you know, going against Lincoln twice and coffee and then trying to come back from the snow days. And, you know, everybody's kind of been a little under the weather. Um, but then being able to, you know, we, we got we got beat Tuesday, Coffee County. So we really only had a day to kind of figure out, okay, why are we in this lull? What's going on? But essentially, like, we just had to shed everything and go, okay, let's go back to basics, you know. But then we really talked about everything is rooted in love and family, you know, and, and it is we got each other and we are together. And so whenever we kind of just let go of everything else and brought back to the root of our culture, we, we came back together very quickly to be able to have the game that we did against Warren, turn around third game of the week, you know, having to play Spring Hill tonight at home with coming home. And, you know, they did a phenomenal job. So I think that speaks – you know, volumes to 
the, the young ladies that we have on the team as a family rooted in love to be able to have that quick turnaround from Tuesday to Thursday, Friday to play the way that we have the last two games. And evidently, like you say, you shook it off. I guess it was an anomaly against Coffee County because they really dominated the whole game. And then it came back against uh, two good teams, uh, against uh, Warren County and then against Spring Hill tonight. Spring Hill kind of gassed a little bit, uh, but, but uh, you know, put up a great effort, but just wasn't enough tonight, uh, losing 68-38. to 38. Mm-hmm. And uh, evidently, uh, Lady Lions got it back on track. Uh, what, what was the uh, highlight tonight for you, Anaya? Well, I know everybody came out with a lot of intensity. Tiana. Tiana. <laughs> Man, I, I thought I was right the first time. Tiana Davis. Okay, Tiana. Looking like Anaya. I mean, they look, they look a, a lot. Okay, okay, I was right to start. Uh, Tiana, of course, had a big night tonight. I know she was looking at me like that. <laughs> Tiana had uh, 17 points tonight. I, I couldn't tell you. We, the, the way that we saw it in the book was 19, 18, 12, 8, 8. Oh, okay. And so I think I know T was up there, the, the 19 or the 18 range. Yeah, it must have been the 19. The I might have missed two. I, yeah. I must have given it to Anaya. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, like I said, like the quadruplets there, but uh, you played an extremely good game tonight, and I call you the uh, Swiss Army Knife, meaning you can play the point, you can play the wing, you can play the post. And you can play all over the place, and you play it well, and uh, you played real well tonight, uh, Tiana Davis. Thank you. <laughs> what, what was the highlight of the game? I know uh, it was a close game against Spring Hill just less than a week ago, uh, one in overtime, and tonight uh, you left no doubt on the floor. Uh, came out with, with, with business on your mind and took care of business tonight against Spring Hill. Um, I think the highlight of the game for me is, like, before halftime, we all came together as a team. And we said we're going to go out here and play hard, and it started on defense. And when the whole team was hyped, we were all hyped. Like, we wasn't, we wasn't scoring, but we was playing hard defense, so we were hyped. You know, Anaya was very hyped. Savaya was hyped. Everybody that was on the floor, and even the couple we got on the bench was hyped. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Kiana Edwards did a great job tonight, too. I have it with eight points. And mm-hmm. uh, it was just a team work. Like I said, y'all play so well together that uh, – when you see one individually, it's hard to pick out which one that is because it's almost like uh, like y'all sisters, you know, to me. And uh, played extremely well on the glass, played extremely well shooting the ball and handling the ball. And uh, I think your future is very bright, not only for Columbia Central, but later on uh, after you leave Columbia Central. Absolutely. Your future is very bright. Thank you. Yeah. And I, like I said, I bring it up again. I saw your workouts with your dad in the summer, and, and I was like, man, it's hot and humid. And, it, and this young lady is working extremely hard, and it's paying off. Uh, I'd say continue to work hard and uh, continue to fight and continue to play hard, and, and your future is very bright. Thank you. And, of course, uh, took care of business tonight against Spring Hill and, of course, uh, moving up in the uh, the district and, of course, the uh, tournament coming up soon, and that's when it really counts. That's, Absolutely. That's when the money's on the line there. You know, and as hard as our district is, you know, seating really matters. Exactly. And so we want to make sure that, you know, we, we've regrouped, we come out, we handle our business, and then we just make sure that we have the, this upswing that we're having and it continues, you know, as we head into the tournament here in about a week and a half. Exactly. And, of course, finishing the season, of course, you had to play last night, a long road trip, and Whew. then came out tonight and uh, took care of business tonight, defeating Spring Hill 68-38. to 38. And, like I said, the Lady Lions played hard. Spring Hill 
even though the Lady Lions won by 30, they're a very physical basketball team. They got, they've got a good point guard. They've got uh, two very athletic and strong young ladies inside, Spring Hill does, and and it's uh, you have to scrap for every loose ball and every every uh, rebound, and that's a tribute to Spring Hill to uh, ha- have that kind of team, even though they didn't win tonight. Mm-hmm. But uh, congratulations to the Columbia Central Lady Lions and Tiana Davis. Keep up the good work. Thank you. Thank you. It's we appreciate time. you all. Thank you all. It's halftime. Halftime score, Columbia Central 23, Spring Hill 18. Back right after this. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Back in the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium. Spring Hill starts the second half. Get the ball to Carter. Carter loses it between his legs. Out of bounds to Columbia. And Chris, did you recognize any of the players that were recognized former players for Columbia Central? Yeah, yeah several several players I saw out there. Um, obviously, you saw Ronnie Bailey. You saw Shine. Exactly. You saw uh, Materia Owens. You saw Ricardo Buster Williams. Johnson, uh, so, Philip so Johnson. Philip Johnson. You saw uh, uh, Jeremy Brown. I'm trying to think of who else was out there. You saw uh, Tina Nevitt. You saw Wanda Ward Dunn, who played basketball when my mom played. Mom was district defensive player of the year when she played. Uh, trying to think of who else I remember. A lot of great players that were out there. Would love to have seen more. And Columbia legends that made this truly the Lions Den. Exactly. I mean, you know what I mean. That's that's what that's what this culture and this this basketball program means. This community. Right, and I don't think people understand. Like it literally was a roar when you walked into the old Lions gym. When you were outside buying your ticket, when those doors opened from the foyer. The smell of the popcorn and that door open to the gymnasium. Nothing like it. I mean, it. it was a roar. I mean, it was like unlike anything else you could have experienced. And uh, hopefully one day it'll get like that. Again. Armstrong called for the offensive foul on nope. one set. And then uh, 
comes down on the next set, lays it up in on reverse layup, and then comes down again and is called for the foul, his second foul, D.K. Armstrong. Jackson to Carter. Carter with the basketball, gives it off to Halton. Halton being pressured. 25-18, Columbia's lead is seven. Dump it inside, ball goes out of bounds. They say Columbia touched it, touched it, and it's Spring Hill's basketball under their basket. Spring Hill will inbound it. Miller. Ball deflected out of bounds by Columbia's Horton. And Spring Hill will try to inbound it again. Lobs. Oh, almost great. stolen away. Carter with it. Falls down. Travel call. Yeah, great call right there. Great call. Spring Hill turns it over. Columbia's basketball, Horton. Columbia will have Horton, Kenneth Jackson, Davis, along with uh, Jeremiah Vaughn into the game. Check that Knight. That's Jalen Knight into the game. And Polk, Demarion Polk. Davis to the hole, lays it up no good. It's locked down. Foul call. Spring Hill. Foul call on Spring Hill. It's the third quarter of the boys' game. Y'all know what that means? What does that mean? Breeze homemade ice cream time. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. oh, no. Plenty <laughs> with the ball. Put it up no good. Rebound taken off Hoffman to Miller for Spring Hill in backcourt. We got a special delivery coming. <laughs> Are you serious? I'm on a diet right now, man. I just. Oh, man. Ooh, thank you. Thank you, Brian. Here. Breeze homemade ice cream. Do Drink not tell my wife. Don't tell my wife. Drink, just don't, don't, don't lie. Don't, don't lie to the tell, good people that are listening tell. to this. What, what kind is that right now? I don't now? know. I'll, I'll take. I'll do any flavor. I'm not too particular. There's a chocolate and a. I'm a big vanilla guy. I am, right. too. I got the vanilla. All right. I, I'll I do the chocolate. Is, I think this is cookies and cream, maybe. I'll do Thank the you. chocolate. You can handle the drink. You can handle the Man, drink. Man, I shouldn't be eating this. Don't, please. Don't eat all of it. And if you all see my wife, don't tell her that I'm eating this. She'd be very disappointed in me. Well, just don't make sure she's I've not been, listening on the radio. I've been, well, I know. Thank you, Brian McKnight. Breeze homemade ice cream. Best ice cream around. Thank you very much, mm. Brian McKnight and Bree McKnight. And, uh. What's his wife? I think I got strawberry. And she played basketball too. Sonia, uh, uh, Sonia. Thank you, mate. Well, the listeners will be glad to know they don't have to listen to me for the next few minutes. Uh, <laughs> Nothing like a breeze homemade ice, ice cream. Ice cream. Thank you. 25 18, turnover. Columbia's basketball. Into the ball game. Jeremiah Vaughn to Kenneth Jackson. Back to Vaughn. To Horton, to Vaughn, to Davis on the left baseline. Out on top to Horton. Jackson. Columbia works around. Ball stolen Spring Hill. Spring Hill with the steal. Got a two-on-two break. Stop. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound fought for. Taken away by Spring Hill. Jackson. Keelan Jackson. To Isaac. Columbia looked careless with the ball. And Spring Hill playing opportunistic basketball. Takes it away. Skip pass. Jackson for three. No good. Rebound. Carter. Carter runs over player. Offensive foul call. He fell right on number 22's. Jalen Knight. Head right there. Jalen Knight, the son of Jonathan Knight. Okay. Who was out there at half court. One of the legends. I forgot to mention his name. 
Of course, Brian McKnight. I don't know if Brian was out there or not. Brian screen, but but uh, he was Brian, out there. He came out there. Yeah, he was a great player for Columbia Central. Foul call, Carter. That's his third. Columbia's basketball only up by seven. Carter goes out of the ball game. Carter's going to be special for Spring Hill. Columbia with it brings it into front court. Vaughn kicks it off to K.I. Hunt. Back to Vaughn on the right side. Gets it to Davis. Davis puts up the shot. Won't go. Rebound fault for Spring Hill battling for it. Foul call Columbia. Devon Wade. Wade is called for the foul. Spring. Now they, now they don't. Okay, it's Columbia's ball. Davis. They call a foul on Resta. Dalton Resta, his first. Columbia with the basketball, looking at a 2-3 zone, very active 2-3 zone. Davis with it, top of the key. Gives it off to Vaughn. Vaughn, the great nephew of Sean. Okay. To Hunt. Hunt drives the lane, hangs up a shot, scores K.I. Hunt. Hunt with a nice shot down the lane for his first two, and Columbia leads by nine. Spring Hill back the other way, Keelan Jackson. Jackson, skip pass, gives it off to Hamlin. Out on top to Trey Isaac. Isaac with the basketball, being worked on by Horton. Kicks it off on the right side of Hoffman. Hoffman to Jackson. Jackson skips the pass across the lane. Drops it off to Isaac. Isaac with it being pressured by Vaughn. Ball deflected out of bounds off Spring Hill. Columbia's basketball. Coming into the game for Columbia Polk. Going out is Vaughn. And Columbia's Hunt inbounds the play to Davis. Lions up by 9, 27, 18. A 3.45 left in the third quarter. Low-scoring game tonight. Yes, and, it is. In the lane to Wade. Wade is pressured. Swap pivot puts. Feet. Gives it off Davis. Davis on the baseline. Kicks it out to Polk. Polk for three. Big shot. Won't go. Rebound slapped around. Taken off by Jackson from Spring Hill. Jackson with the basketball. Isaac. Columbia up just by only nine right now. Offensive foul called on Trey Isaac. Official said he pushed off on the drive. I've seen more egregious offensive fouls not be called than that, but. What are you saying, Drake? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. 322 remaining. Trying to get the shots on the rim, but they're not dropping. Horton with it between the circles, kicks it off the Pope. Poke drives, hangs up a jumper, in and out, back in, good, and knocked down. And the basket counts, I think. Let's see. Foul call, Spring Hill. Basket is good by Demarion Polk. Knocked down on the shot. And Polk will go to the line with the end one. I got a feeling that Mr. Polk is in range as soon as he walks in the gymnasium. Free throw back rim, no good. Rebound, Spring Hill. And, and, Coach, Brandon, just, and Coach Brandon LeVere said he's got the green light. Okay, well, there you have it. Ball loose on the floor, picked up Davis. Davis to Horton. Horton to the hole, puts up the shot. It's good. Horton puts it up and in for Columbia. Great body control by Horton right there. Just drifting in there, waiting for the defender to pass on by. Up and off the glass, boom, two points. 
Two minutes, 57 seconds left in the third quarter. Timeout on the floor. Columbia 31, Spring Hill 18. Back right after this. Hello, I'm Rick Whitley. And I'm Daniel Pollard from Jones & Lang Sporting Goods. We would like to take this opportunity to thank all of you for the many years of support. Since 1966, Jones & Lang has been locally owned and operated and supplying teams from T-ball to college. Stop by and see what we can do for you. We offer a wide variety of services from silk screening and embroidery to our custom trophy and awards department. We're open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and Saturday, 9 to noon. Remember, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, the look of a winner. Two minutes and 57 seconds remaining in the third quarter. No, a lot of fight in the Spring Hill Raiders. 30. Yeah, I, I, they they look they look better than a little bit more competitive than this last Saturday night. I think. I, I, well, they were pretty competitive Saturday night. Yeah, just, and, just Polk with the steal to Horton. Back to Polk. Polk for three. Off the mark, rebound, battle four, taking off Spring Hill. Jackson. Jackson gets it in the front court to Hoffman. Hoffman loses the handle, and players collide, and who they call a foul on. Got to be on Malachi Horton, unfortunately. Good hustle play, though. But he had the hand on the loose ball. But they do. They call it on Horton. How would you call that on the scramble play, uh, Drake not putting you under any pressure. Well, it's you basically have as an official in that situation, you have to you have to determine who initiates the contact, who causes the most physical contact in that situation. And unfortunately, I I have to agree with him. I think I think Columbia uh, was a little bit more physical in that collision than Spring Hill. Just asking. But for, I mean, really? Just, just asking for a friend. Re- <laughs> really? I, you probably could go either way. Okay. But with that type of contact, you have to have a whistle. Miller, Miller knocks guys, down two free throws. I will tell you guys, this ice cream, I don't even, Barry Duke got the only vanilla. That's usually what flavor I get. And outside of, outside of my grandmother's homemade ice cream, this is I really it. don't rank anybody else's. And I definitely don't like anything strawberry flavored. And that's homemade ice cream and it's strawberry flavored. And I can't stop eating it. It is Breeze good. Breeze homemade ice cream. I'm telling y'all. Check it out. Ball loose on the floor. Spring Hill with it. Ball loose. Columbia with it. Good heads and up play right away. there. Fight for it on the floor. Ooh, he traveled. Yeah. And traveling called on So where Jackson can our Myers. listeners get some? Is this the only place they can, can they have to come to Columbia Central High School to get some? Or? Where can they find some more? Can, do you know, Chris, of any place we can? Breeze Ice Cream is on all. You can track her down on all your social media platforms. Okay. Breeze Famous Ice Cream. And okay. she just now has she now has a food truck, but that is an ice cream truck. Okay. Riding around in the neighborhood near you. So be and on what, the lookout. And what's impressive is Bree is real young, and her mother and father helps her, of course, but Bree is, is very young. So if you see the food truck out, Seabreeze, give it a try. It's some good stuff. It is good. But don't tell my wife. Drake said it's the only thing that he would break his diet for. Right. I'm doing, it right. I'm doing it right now. Meyer for three for Columbia. Jackson Meyer knocks down the tray. 
And Columbia leads 34-20 with a minute 20 left in the third quarter. Big shot for Columbia. That's got to feel good for Meyer, the Kyle Macy of Columbia Central High School. I'm just going to put it out there. Talking about a kid who's overcome so much adversity. Literally, when he got cleared from the doctor, ran to the gym and made it just in time for tryouts. Has been unable to try out or play due to serious injury, knee injuries, car accident. Has all prevented him from being able to play. And I'm just happy to see that young man out there healthy enough to be able to do what he loves. And he just made a big three right then. And good for him. Absolutely. And he's a senior also. So he is uh, a senior. That's what makes it even more special. Hadn't been able to enjoy it his his. His high school career, but he's able to come out today uh, and showcase in, in one of the biggest in the biggest games in, as far as attendance and rivalry that you can play in. Hey, Drake, don't eat the styrofoam, Drake. <laughs> <I'm telling you. laughs> one yeah. minute, 20 seconds remain in the third quarter. Columbia leading by 14, 34-20. And to Spring Hill's credit, they're, they're battling, they're fighting, and it's a, it's, it's a, it's a challenge, it's a struggle. Columbia... What happened to the ball game? Jeremiah Vaughn, Meyer, Hunt, along with Knight. Spring Hill looks the ball around. Shot put up Spring Hill. No good. Long rebound. Fault four. Taken off Columbia. Coming out of there with it is Knight. To Davis. Davis to the hole. Davis puts it up there. No good. Rebound ripped out of there. Taken off by Spring Hill. Hoffman. Hoffman. To Jackson. Jackson pushes down the floor. Hoffman, stocky, strong player, puts up the three. It's good. Keelan Jackson knocks down his 12th point on the tray for Spring Hill. 34 23. Columbia's lead is cut to 11. Davis with it in the lane. Kicks it off right side of Hunt. Hunt drives, being pressured. Off to Davis. Davis with it out on top to Jackson Meyer. Off to Columbia's ninth. To Vaughn. There's a whistle and a timeout. 25 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Columbia calls a timeout with the score Columbia 34, Spring Hill 23. Back right after this. Brown's Body Shop, 1505 Nashville Highway in Columbia, or 129 Alpha Drive in Franklin, is here to serve Murray and Williamson County. We have over 50 years of business with all the experience combined. All insurance claims, as well as unibody and frame repairs and glass claims are welcomed. Call today for selected insurance companies, 931-381-4915-Columbia and Franklin, 615-794-1959. Or check us out at www.brownsbodyshop.com. 25 seconds remaining in the third quarter. Columbia's lead is 11, 34-23. And can, did you, can you all check with Bree? Is this sugar-free and low-carb, right? I mean. It's all healthy. Okay. It, it's all good right. for you. It's organic. Good. Good. Organic. Well, that's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Columbia will have Myers along with Vaughn, Hunt, Pushing foul call, Spring Hill on the inbounded feed. Along with Knight and Davis. Foul call, Spring Hill on the inbounded feed. Going to the line for Columbia, shooting two, Jeremiah Bond. Free throw, Bond, no good. Bond will get another free throw. Vaughn, a six foot 
Sophomore, second free throw, Vaughn is good. 35-23, 20 seconds left. Keelan Jackson with it in backcourt, being worked on by Hunt. Gets it in the front court to Halpin. Halpin gets the ball over to Gill. Back to Halpin, clock down to six. Jackson with it out on top to Gill. Hamlin with the shot, partially blocked. And that's the end of the third quarter. At the end of three, the score. Columbia 35, Spring Hill 23. We'll be back right after this timeout. Foster Insurance Agency is a locally owned independent agency and a proud member of the insurers of Tennessee. Foster represents many top-rated insurance companies such as Auto Owners Insurance. The great team at Foster has been servicing Columbia and surrounding areas in Middle Tennessee since 1952 and offers many commercial and personal insurance products. Call Mike Ford or Jimmy Ford today at 931-388-8365 or stop by their convenient location at 204 West 4th Street in Columbia, Tennessee. We always get the question, what is Caledonia? That's easy. We're a full financial services firm. Who is Caledonia? Well, that's a little more interesting. Monty has an economics background. Daisy and Perry come from the banking world. Gay is an accountant. And Thomas has science and business degrees. Blair was a small business owner. Finally, I'm Becky Price, and I have a background in education. Together, we make up Caledonian Financial in historic downtown Columbia. Securities and investment advisory services offered through NBC Securities Incorporated. Member FINRA and SIPC. Chris Corner, Athletic Director at Murray County Public Schools, Drake Colley, along with Lewis Maddox. I'm Barry Duke, bringing you action tonight from Columbia Central High School Gymnasium, the Murray County Public School Game of the Week. Columbia Jackson to Horton, back to Horton. Columbia works around the perimeter, gets it to Polk. Polk to Jackson. Back on top to Polk, over to Davis. Davis with the shot, no good. Rebound pulled off Columbia. Horton. Davis said. Under pressure, gives it to Polk. Polk to the hole, puts up the shot, Look scores. Look at that, good. Davis has had a quiet night tonight, Barry. Yes, he has. I mean, you know, he's I mean, he can be a top scorer every night, but he's just had a quiet night tonight from Jordan. Ball knocked out of bounds. Spring Hill basketball to inbound it again. And not put the points on the scoreboard yet. 12-point lead with about seven minutes to go in the fourth. 37-23. Hoffman with it to Spring Hill. I mean, of All course, right. Coach Jimmy Young talked about Spring Hill High School being extremely young as a team. Uh, but, I mean, they came out aggressive, playing hard today. I mean, obviously, you know, Central, a lot more depth. Horton for three, no good. A lot more depth on the bench. But this is preparing them for the stretch. Sure. You know, they got three or four more games left. Maybe get into a playoff spot. Maybe see an upset. Seven. Hamlin knocks down the tray for his first points. Did they never Hamlin, had... Hamlin can shoot the ball. If he gets hot, it's a whole different story. Did they never change the scoreboard? They didn't. It's 37. Okay. Should, should be 37-26. I'm with you, Barry. I'm, you're on top of it, buddy, more than the scoreboard. We've got it right Keep on the live stream. Okay. Oh, of course you do, Big Lou. That's why you're the... Total package. In, shot no good. Armstrong with a rebound. Gets it off to Horton. Horton for three, no good. Rebound, Spring Hill. Coming out of there with it is Spring Hill's Carter. Down the floor to Halton. Halton pushes it down the floor to Spring Hill. 
Kicks it off to Carter. Carter with the jumper. No good. Rebound fault for. Saved by Columbia. Polk runs the break in the front court. Polk off to Horton. Back to Polk. Polk lobs it in to Armstrong. Armstrong spins, puts up the shot. It's good. Armstrong. Mr. Jackson tried to tried to flop on that a little bit and draw that offensive charge, but the referees weren't having any of it. Armstrong with a seven point should be 39-26. Spring Hill with the basketball, Columbia with the lead. I tell you what, though, I wish I would have been able to get some of that uh, Dennis Hall famous barbecue. Exactly. Ribs, chicken, pulled pork, uh, uh, hamburgers. Like in, like in football, exactly. Like in football, yeah. In football, we used to get to eat it all the time. So I'm waiting on Dennis Hall's famous barbecue. I'm waiting for him to pull up at a basketball game, set us out some plates, oh. take care of your catering. You could oh. also call in for all your catering needs. But I, I'll tell you what, a, a Dennis Hall rib sandwich, a Dennis Hall barbecue sauce, before we ate the homemade, like before brisket. we ate the yeah. breeze, Homemade ice cream brisket would have been good, too. Ooh. Right on there. Dennis Hall, if you're listening, hey, we're sitting up here hungry, sir. Just like at football. Giving you a, giving you a want, plug, we baby. We want some during the basketball game. There you go. 39-29. Warming up is Shevin Hamlin. Another three short this time. Rebound Spring Hill. Spring Hill into Carter. Carter shot no good. Rebound oh, ripped Carter, out of there by Horton. Horton pushes it down the floor for Columbia. Horton, fall away shot in the lane. Fall. No good. Tapped up. No good. Rebound taken off Spring Hill. Jackson. Jackson runs the break. Kicks it off to Hamlin. Hamlin is hot. He's a streak shooter. Hamlin being worked on by Horton. Kicks it over to Whitworth. They dump it inside. Carter. Out to Hamlin. Hamlin says, I'm hot. I want to shoot it. Puts it up to Scott. Hamlin scores. Nice shot by Hamlin. Hamlin got eight straight points for Spring Hill. Left, left, side, left side of the free throw line. Just a pull-up jumper. 15-14 footer. Nothing but net. 39-31. Spring Hill not going away. Carter checked that Jackson with it for Columbia. Goes inside Armstrong. Armstrong with the putback. With the shot. Puts it up and in good. Great pass that time by Kenneth Jackson to D.K. Armstrong for his ninth point. Now, hit, the, hit score, the scoreboard is just showing an eight-point difference, Barry, but I'm, I'm I'm thinking it's ten, right? I mean, it is. They still have not added that two-point. Good steal Ball right stolen there. Columbia. Horton with the steal. Horton with the breakaway. Lays it up good. Malachi Horton with the steal. Takes it coast-to-coast for the score, and Columbia's up by a dozen, even though the scoreboard says it's not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> It doesn't make a lot of difference until it gets to be a four or five point game. Then it's going to make a lot of difference. Exactly. Dennis Hall just so happened to be listening on the radio, and he told us next time he sees us, he's going to take good care of us. There you go. Barbecue sandwiches, ribs, and don't famous be, sauce. Don't forget the chicken. I've got to have a smoked smoke chicken. Smoked chicken, Memphis oh, style. Man. Man, Dennis, tell you what, the only way Dennis can do it is Memphis style. So I'm we gaining wait. weight just thinking about I, it. I mean, but can you taste it? I can, I can. I can smell Dang. it. Nobody, nobody does it better. I can smell it right now. Yeah, nobody we, does it better. We're waiting on it to be piping up. He, so he said he's going to take care of us. Next time we're all together, he's going to take care of us. And uh, we, just, we just get to sample all of it. Okay. Spring Hill with the ball, working around the perimeter. One be up by a dozen. 3.20 left in the game. I am down. <laughs> I'm sure, the, I'm sure with you with are. With the BBQ. I I'm sure you are. Hamlin stretches and travels. Hamlin is eight straight points for Spring Hill. 
and he can shoot the ball. Sheldon Hamlin. Hamlin comes out of the game, and they bring Whitworth into the game. Jack Whitworth, 43-31 with 3-10 left in the game. Columbia with the basketball. Jackson. And give Spring Hill a lot of credit tonight. They muddled the game. They they made it... uh, Interesting. Meyer for three. Got it. Meyer. Beautiful touch. Knocks it down. Hit all the rim. Got all the rim. And he scores it. Deep left corner on the baseline. He used all the rim, but beautiful soft touch. Allows the ball to bounce around and in. 47-31. Jackson, three-point shot. Hangs it up as good. That was a pretty fadeaway shot. shot. Keelan Jackson. That was a tough shot. Yeah, it was pretty, too. Extremely tough. Jackson back the other way, puts up the shot, hangs in the air, knocked down, and what's the call? Offensive foul. Now, Mr. Jackson, he took it to the hole a little too aggressively as the Spring Hill defender was sitting there waiting on him and the contact and drew the player control foul on that. I used to have the principle of verticality. If you came up, you got to come down, you know, but... <laughs> 46 33. 2.20 left in the game. Keelan Jackson's played hard tonight for Spring Hill. Kicks it off on the right side. Gives it off to Resta. Inside to Carter. Carter had it stripped away. Taking off Columbia. They flick it over to Davis. Davis in the front court. Davis down the lane. Puts up the shot. No good. Rebound. Fault four. Bodies fly. No whistle. Now whistle. Remember, the principle of verticality also applies to defensive players as well as offensive players, right? So a defensive player is is allowed (laughs) to stand their ground and use that complete principle of verticality all the way to the ceiling of the gym. So if he gets run over by an offensive player, then his area of principle of verticality has been violated. Okay. I got okay. you. All right. F- foul call on just... Carter. That's his fourth. Columbia inbounds the play. They get it into Columbia's Corbin Smith. Corbin Williams. Williams with it. Takes it to the hole. Now kicks it off to Columbia's Devon Wade. And Wade puts it up and in and scores. That's why basketball is a delicate dance of athleticism, rules, and competition. Jackson for three. Back rim no good. Rebound Columbia. Taken off by the Lions. Corbett Williams with the basketball. Kicks it off to Tellington. Jackson fire for three. No good. Rebound fought for uh, Columbia's Wade. Devon Wade knocked out of bounds to Columbia. Into the ball game now for Columbia. Columbia unloading the bench is Nathan Bellamy. Bellamy into the game. Columbia's ball to be inbounded with 127 left. Corbin Williams with the basketball. Shot put up. No good. Rebound ripped out of there by Spring Hill. Hoffman. Hoffman with the basketball. Minute 15. Remaining in the game. Columbia leading 50 to 33. And give Spring Hill credit for mudding up the game tonight against Columbia Central. Lions had to earn the win. Hoffman with it. Trap kicks it off to Jackson. Jackson pretty much played the entire ball game. Drives the lane. And 
What's the call? Was it offensive? I never saw a signal from that official. I don't know what the call was. Was it a five-second count? I don't it, know. Be, it might have been a five-second. He. I don't. I'm not quite sure. Nathan Bellamy into the game for Columbia. Bellamy with the ball. Gives it off to Williams. Williams rips it inside. Ball deflected. Stolen away Spring Hill. Cecil with it. To Miller. To Hoffman for three. No good. Long rebound chase pulled off by Spring Hill. Back to Hoffman. Hoffman jumps it off Jackson. Jackson inside. Shot put up by Spring Hill. Cecil. And Cecil puts it up and in for his first two. And Columbia with the ball, trapped in backcourt, travels. Turns it over with 11 seconds left in the game. Columbia leading 50-35. to 35. Spring Hill will have the basketball. Trailing. Jackson open for the three, steps up for the three, no good. Rebound ripped out of there by Columbia. Bellamy gets it off to Columbia's Wade. Wade dribbles in the front court. Wade puts up the shot. And that's the ball game. Game over. Game over. And final score, Columbia winning 50-35 to 35 over Spring Hill. Final score, Columbia 50, Spring Hill 35. Lions win tonight over Spring Hill in the Murray County Public School game of the week. Lions win 50-35 to 35 over Spring Hill. We'll take a break, and we'll be back to wrap it up here at Columbia Central right after this timeout. Are you a homeowner looking to unlock the potential of your home equity? Explore a home equity loan with First Farmers. Hi, this is Felicia Brown with First Farmers, and we would like to invite you to access funds with a home equity loan. For home improvements, invest in education, or simplify your finances, you can make your dreams a reality with the power of your home equity. Get started today. Apply online at myfirstfarmers.com or call to speak with one of our team specialists at 1-800-882-8378. Equal housing lender. Looking for convenience? Try Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Murray County, Southern Middle Tennessee, and North Alabama. Whether stopping in on your way to work for coffee and a biscuit, taking a plate lunch to go, or grabbing something cold to drink after a long hot day at work, there's always one nearby. Quickmark Convenience Stores, conveniently located all across Southern Middle Tennessee and North Alabama. Proudly serving Shell Gasoline. Back in the Columbia Central High School Gymnasium, I'm Barry Duke, along with Drake Colley, Chris Porter, and Lewis Maddox bringing you action tonight in the Murray County Public School Game of the Week tonight. Lions prevail by the score of 50-35 to tonight over Spring Hill. Jordan Davis had seven points all coming in the first half. Kenneth Jackson had two points. K.I. Hunt had two points. Demarion Polk had a dozen. D.K. Armstrong had nine points for Columbia. Corbin Williams played, did not score. Chase Tennington played, did not score. Jalen Knight had a point. J. 
Jeremiah Vaughn had a point, and Malachi Horton had seven points for Columbia Central. For Spring Hill, Trey Isaac played, did not score. Sheldon Hamlin scored eight points in a row for Spring Hill after. Uh, uh, streaky. Yeah, very streaky in, in a period of two or three minutes, and, and uh, that was his first points of the night. Scored eight and eight points in a row. Also, Dal- Dalton Resta played, did not score. Keelan Jackson played the entire ball game, and he had uh, 14 points and uh, played hard, played well for Spring Hill, Keelan Jackson. Also, Elijah Carter had six points all coming in the first half. Jack Whitworth came in, knocked down a long three, and uh, it was uh, Jabin Cecil with two and two points from Landon Miller. Final score, Columbia Central Lions win tonight over Spring Hill Lions winning by the score of 50 to 35. Columbia Central runs their record to 13 and 8, 6 and 2 in the district as the Lions win tonight over Spring Hill 50 to 35. Yeah, it's a good night for Columbia Central. Uh, the Lady Lions are victorious over Spring Hill and the Lions uh and Coach LeVere, victorious over Spring Hill. Two good wins within uh, the District 9, Region 5 uh, competition. And not, on, not only that, but their inner county rival, pretty much. Spring Hill, Columbia. And in the have, same district. Have, have had a game had has history. huge implication, half a history. Yeah. And, you know, they go from only playing each other one time a year to playing each other twice. Sure. Very competitive game from the standpoint of, you know, both teams played very hard. Obviously, Central was able to edge out Spring Hill in both contests, but very good ball game. Nobody walked out of left early. I mean, it was alumni night for, for Columbia Central High School alumni. Tremendous crowd. Tremendous crowd. Great game all the way around. <laughs> and uh, hats off to both teams, and congratulations to Columbia Central High School. Yeah, everybody, everybody from Central knows that. You know, they don't like to lose a Spring Hill. There there's, a, there's a deep history of that. I know we're impartial tonight, but we do have one Spring Hill guy with us. There's a freshman at Spring Hill right beside me, Brody Orton. And I kind of wanted to give his his opinion. He plays basketball for Come Spring on, Hill. Brody, don't not talk this time. we yeah, got to hear you talk, bro. we got to hear his opinions on, on, on the game tonight and on Spring Hill season going out the rest of the way. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, we go into this game about 2 and uh, 15. But, I mean, we have a lot of freshmen playing tonight. Uh, Landon Miller handling the ball well. Elijah Carter in the paint, just making defenders look small. <laughs> um, and I think Spring Hill's day will come, right? Yeah, I mean, like you absolutely. said, you said there's there's freshmen uh, sprinkled all throughout Spring Hill's team. they got a lot of playing time tonight, mm-hmm. and that's how you cut your teeth into high school basketball. You start out at a young age, mature, your body matures, your mind matures. You get bigger, stronger, and better as the years go on. By the time you're a junior, senior, you're ready to rock and roll. Absolutely, you absolutely. Know. And, of course, you have uh, number 40 in there. Uh, what? Jamin Cecil. Cecil. Yeah, sophomore. Cecil. Yes, yeah, yeah. And he shows the potential. He, in Mr. and out, he shows the potential, too. And Mr. So. Carter, number yes, 44. Freshman right there. He, yeah. he is going to be a force He's to be, be reckoned with. Yeah. Absolutely. You can look at his body and tell you tell that he has a lot of growing to do over the next three years by the time he's a senior. Yes, sir. There you go. Final score tonight, the Lions winning 50-35, to and Chris made a great point 
is that uh, if you don't look at the scoreboard and if you look at the competitiveness on the floor, uh, fighting for loose balls, fighting for rebounds, pressure in the ball, both teams competed very hard and very intensely tonight. If you don't look at the scoreboard, it's a very intense ball game, girls and boys game tonight. Yeah, and, and I think Coach Jimmy Young, again, you know, he, he knows he has a young team. He knows he's a, he is developing them and preparing them for the future. And the one thing that you want out of a ball club is energy and effort. They gave energy and effort. Obviously, Coach Brandon Levere is in a little different position with having more of a seasoned team. You know, his 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 goals and objectives are a little bit different. Obviously, both coaches being so being competitive want to win, but you definitely want to get different things out of the game in preparation for the future. And so I think both coaches got those types of results from both of their teams, and I think they'll go away with the head held high and, uh, you know, go through the weekend, rest up, and get ready for a busy next week. And, and you, as you get ready to finalize, finalize the, the, the district play and get ready for region, Chris, I mean, get ready for the playoffs. I couldn't agree more with you about what you said about Coach Young. He is in a position right now, realistically, looking at such a young team. He just wants to see certain things out of this young team as they compete against older uh, more seasoned players like Columbia has as compared to what Coach Young is, is, has on his squad right now. But if he looks on the floor and looks at the, the effort, competitiveness, as we talked about, uh, being coachable uh, oh, yeah. at, at a young age yeah. is, and listening to him and listening to his advice is, is so important yeah. moving forward. Uh, not only to these young players, but to Coach Young and what he wants to do in the years to come. Yeah, absolutely. And you know if you play for a Jimmy Young team, you're going to play real intense. You're going to play intense defense. You're going to rebound. you're going to be on the bench. Yeah, you're going to play fundamental <laughs> basketball or you're not going to play. You know you're going to play hard. I mean, and we, uh, they, they proved that tonight. I mean, we called the game last year here at Central at the McDonald's Shootout Classic, and, and Spring Hill won the game. Exactly. I mean, they, they pulled it off in overtime or double overtime at that, very good game, well-coached game team uh, by Coach Jimmy Young. And that team actually went on and, and, and really complete, competed well uh, in the district and in region. So I want to say uh, they won over 20 games last year. Yeah, very, well, very good squad. Good for, good for the kids that they move on, but not so much for the coaches that the great players on a great team move on. You know what I mean? And that's just the way high school works. You keep good players for a while, then they move on, they're no longer here, and you've got to get these other players ready uh, starting at a young age and get them ready for their junior, senior years of, of high school where you can be very competitive and put together a great winning team. I mean, and you got Coach, you know, Brennan Levere in his first year and Coach Jimmy Young in his hundredth year. You're going to for that yeah, one. Sure, I'm sure. Yeah, but to that point, it's nothing that Coach Young has not seen, have not experienced, and that that him being seasoned, you know, in the game of coaching, kind of allows him to kind of understand and know, you know, what to expect out of his players, and, having done it for so long, and not hit the panic button. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know, absolutely. What I mean? Yeah. And keep a cool head about it. Understand, be realistically about what the cards you're dealt. And then you got to play. You got that. You can only play with the cards that you're dealt. Right. And right now he's just dealt some younger cards in his hand, and he's got to deal with them and play them. And then hopefully, a couple of years from now, he'll get a little bit better hand. That hand will get better and better. 
and he can win more more pots with that. If that makes sense yes. in a poker metaphor. Yeah, and and uh, he's you know he's continuing to build for the future. Okay, and that's all you can do as a coach. And the Columbia Central Lions coming off two straight wins: one last night, sixty-one fifty-three over Warren County, and winning tonight over Spring Hill by the score of fifty to thirty-five. Like I say, it's always a rivalry and always a big matchup when Columbia Central and Spring Hill get together. Lady Lions a winner tonight, 68-38 over Spring Hill. Lions winning tonight over uh, Spring Hill, 50-35. Want to thank all the people who make the broadcast possible tonight. Want to thank uh, Chris Porter with the Murray County Public School. And I uh, want to thank Drake Colley and our engineer, color man, everything, jack of all trades, Appreciate Lewis it, Maddox. Appreciate it. And uh, I'm Barry Duke from Columbia Central High School Gymnasium saying good night, everybody, and have a great weekend. Despite where they came from or despite the circumstances that drove them to this country and to this, and to this state, we see, say you are welcome here. We are welcome with open arms and we'll work to keep you safe. We'll not only house you, but we'll protect you. And the richness of the culture and the diversity and the food and the restaurants that we know are going to be coming uh, because of these efforts are, are, are beyond measure. It's just, it's an extraordinary part of our story. And it's woven into the story of New York. They're coming from all over. But we have to let the word out that when you come to New York, we're not going to have more hotel rooms. We don't have capacity. So we have to also message properly that we're at our limit. If you're going to leave your country, go somewhere else with a smile. You can hear it in her voice, can't you? She knows. All right. All right. Enough. We're moving on. That's, I just, I just wanted, it's been on my mind. Just, just wanted to talk about that really quickly. Now let's discuss, let's dig into these Ask Dr. Jesse questions. There are so many good ones and so much history and fun stuff and political stuff and personal stuff. I like that. Jesse, please explain why Congress, Republicans and Democrats, tie things together in one bill. She's talking about your border security in Ukraine. It hurts my brain and it's killing our country. Politically, I understand, but that's where it ends for me. It's old issues, I know, but thank you for bringing it out. She didn't say I can say her name, so I won't. This is one of those things people have been discussing as a, as a campaign talking point for a long time. So this is not, it's, it's not something new. It's certainly not something that, that's unique to me. I came up with this. But, you know, single-issue bills. How many times have you heard people yell that? Or maybe you've yelled it yourself. Single-issue bills. Let's talk about why exactly they do this. And, and talking through the why makes me sick. But let's talk about why they do this and why we need to start holding our own people to account, not just the dirty communists for this stuff. Before we talk about that, let's talk about making sure our dogs are healthier and happier. You know what just sucks your bank account dry? It's staggering. Vet bills. Have you ever had a dog starts to get in poor health? If you've had a dog, you've had a dog that starts to get in poor health. They just drain you. You end up having to have pet insurance. I can't believe I'm at the place where I have pet insurance. You know you can avoid the vet, right? You know that our dogs have more health problems than they should. They have those problems because they don't ever get nutrition. What kind of health problems would you have if you had a triple cheeseburger every meal the way I just ate one right before the show? It would be bad, wouldn't it? Pour rough greens on your dog's food so your dog can actually have nutrition. 
vitamins and minerals and digestive enzymes, omega oils. Your dog will not only live longer, it will live healthier and better, and your bank account will thank you. Roughgreens.com slash Jesse for a free jumpstart trial bag or call 833-33-MY-DOG. The Jesse Kelly Show. It's still real to me, damn it. Returns next. Does social engineering from leftist corporations make you feel like we're living in the twilight zone? Well, you're not alone. Pure Talk, my wireless company, knows the silent majority is fed up. I'm calling on those Americans to stand with a company who champions your values. Those of you who always have your neighbors back, who've pulled yourselves up by your bootstraps, who realize a little bit of elbow grease can fix just about anything. It's time to join the masses who have fled their old wireless company for something better. Pure Talk. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network for half the price of the other guys. With unlimited plans starting at just $20 a month, the average family saves almost $1,000 a year. As a veteran-owned company, Pure Talk is a company you can feel proud to do business with. Dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly to join your fellow Americans and make the switch. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly and save an additional 50% off your first month. With Pure Talk. Always Hungry with Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay is the podcast made in foodie heaven. Each week, the celebrity chef and his 20-something daughter prepare a recipe based on a theme. Then, enjoy the meal together. It's an entertaining blend of old-school New York cool and young West Coast hip. Is this how you would make, like, a potato latke? Yeah, I just said that. You didn't hear me say that? Oh, no, I didn't hear you say oh, that. Oh, in the Jewish culture, they call it latke. Oh, sorry. Yeah. No, I... Welcome back, Sophie. <laughs> Listen to Always Hungry with Bobby Flay and Sophie Flay wherever you get your podcasts. Iron Chef and Food Network's The Kitchen star Jeffrey Zakarian is adding a tasty new podcast to his menu, Four Courses with Jeffrey Zakarian. Each week, GZ takes us through four courses of conversation, deconstructing how the world's most famous outliers, like Aaron Sorkin, fuel their careers to operate at peak performance. I knew that there was basically 20 or 30 people running the world at that point, and I knew it was dramatic, but I didn't know how dramatic. Listen to the Four Courses with Jeffrey Zakarian podcast wherever you get your podcasts. History is beautiful, brutal, and often ridiculous. At least it is on the Ridiculous History Podcast. Hosts Ben Bolin and Noel Brown have been discussing ridiculous history for years and have covered everything from Antarctic murders to Chewbacca's bodyguards and so much more. Fascist dictator Benito Mussolini was super into wearable milk. Dive into some of the weirdest stories from across the span of human civilization. Listen to the Ridiculous History Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. On the podcast, Pee-wee Gaskins is not my friend. Go inside the mind of the master manipulator who befriended many of his victims. Join Jeff Keating as he uncovers the sinister story of South Carolina's most notorious mass murderer. A man who conned those around him and charmed an unwitting accessory to assist in this final brutal deed. He was one of those people in this world who felt nothing for others. Listen to Pee-wee Gaskins is not my friend wherever you get your podcasts. 
the Piketon Massacre, a riveting true crime podcast, is back for season two. In 2016, eight members of the same family were slain. Today, a local family of four await trial for these murders. The podcast examines the details of this horrific case. They're accused of doing this together. They're accused of trying to cover it up together as a family. It sounded like the Hatfields and the McCoys taken to the nth degree. Listen to the Piketon Massacre wherever you get your podcasts. On the podcast Works For Us with Rachel Zoe and Roger Berman, the Hollywood power couple, celebrate the chaos of working together, raising kids, and maintaining a happy marriage. In a nutshell, what makes our relationship work? Separate bathrooms, ability to walk away. I have endless amounts of patience, and I know exactly when to ignore him. Listen to Works For Us with Rachel Zoe and Roger Berman wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show. I do enjoy that song, Chris. It is. They are an American band, and American bands, as everyone knows, are superior to all other bands, as evidenced by groups like CCR and Led Zeppelin, Rolling Stones, the greatest bands of all time. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. All right. The, the question was about tying together different issues into one bill. The, the hot one today is, oh, we'll, we'll secure the border if you give us money for Ukraine. You've heard me ranting about this all week. Well, let's just talk, and I know it's kind of a simple point that, that everyone gets, but let's talk about why they do it. It makes me even angrier. These politicians, Democrat and Republican, they tie multiple issues together in one bill for one reason and one reason only. There's never a second reason. They do this out in the open and they do it for one reason and one reason only. So they can never be held to account for the crappy things they vote for. Because they'll throw all kinds of crap in there and they'll for not force people, but they'll make people feel obligated to vote for it because it'll have one decent thing in there. And so when they're called out on the horrible bill and all the crap in it, they can say, well, well yeah, but I, but I had to. It's, it's, um, I want you to picture this. You, you work here in the studio. And, and I show up one day and I say, hey, all right, we have, uh, uh, we have a huge day. These are some things we have on the agenda today. First, uh, I've got a line on a box of gold coins. It's in the backyard. We've got to go dig up a box of gold coins. Then we'll split the gold equally. Also, we have to repave the driveway, tear out the drywall in here, and uh, take the trash out. And you can volunteer to do all of that, or you can sit today out. See, well, I see. I, I said that I used the gold coins specifically for you, Chris, because I, I knew I knew that's all I had to say, and you would be sucked in. Obviously, we all know which direction Chris is going to choose now that the gold coins are out there. But you see, that's what they do. This is what Congress does. 
If I'm uh, if I get elected to Congress, which I tried twice, that's not going to happen. But if I get elected to Congress and you know about the issues I'm passionate about, what's something I'm majorly passionate about, Chris? OK, so Chris, that's a great one. Chris said abortion. I'm majorly passionate about that. And they throw out some horrible, crappy bill with all this pork spending here and just flat out bribery here and money for solar panels over here. And it all sucks, right? It's all horrible. But then they throw in some, uh, you pick whatever you want, some outstanding piece of pro-life legislation they put in there as an amendment to it. And that's how they get people like me. They come to knock on my office. Hey, uh, Congressman. Uh, wow, is that In-N-Out Burger you're eating over there? Anyway, uh, Congressman, we we would like you to vote for this bill. And I stand up and I say, no, it's crappy. Look at all this stuff. It's bad. Well, I thought you were pro-life. Aren't you pro-life? And if you vote for this bill, you can go back to all your constituents and tell them how pro-life you are. You can do a big press conference. Today. Hey, man, look, I promised you I'd be pro-life. It's a huge scam. Every time there's a bill with multiple issues in it, they're doing it to cover for themselves, to cover their own rear ends. That's why they do it every time. And this is something both parties do all the time. It drives me insane. And they've been doing it for so long. Again, this is this is why it's a simplistic point. You know all this. You've probably been yelling about this forever. They've been doing it for so long that we just... I don't want to say we've accepted it. It still makes us angry. As you can tell, it still makes me angry. But it's not even scandalous anymore. I read it, what was it, yesterday or the day before, that article in Politico, when they flat out said, it was like uh, paragraph six in the article. Uh, Senators have been working for three months trying to tie border security with Ukraine funding. Wait. What? (laughs) What? Hold on. What? No, no matter what you think about border security and no matter what you think about Ukraine funding, you've been working for three months trying to tie the two issues together. And why are you doing that? So every single one of you scumbags can go vote away our money and our freedom and not be held to account for your crappy votes. It's so the Democrats, they'll pass this. Boy, well, they won't end up passing it, I don't think. They'll pass this border security slash Ukraine funding bill. And you know what they'll do? They'll run to the camera and they'll say, look at the money we got for Ukraine. Mainly because they know they're Democrat based. They're a bunch of stupid drones who don't know anything about Ukraine, but they know they're supposed to worship it. We got money for Ukraine. Look at us. And then Republicans, they'll run to the microphone and they'll say, Wow. We secured our border, just like you always wanted. Isn't that great, guys? That's why they do it. It, it. it makes me sick. Not just that they do it, that it's not even controversial anymore. It's not even scandalous anymore. In a country where we were getting our act together, whoever was running against your congressman, if he did that sort of thing, would be running ads against him because he knew it would make the people so mad. Ads that said, this guy lumped two different issues together. What a scammer. Can you believe this guy? He wouldn't even have to tell you what the issues were. This guy voted for two different issues in the same bill. That should outrage the American people. But we're, the scandal's so built into our politics now, it doesn't. All right, we got to move on. We got to move on. What's the most vicious level of politics? Oh, I'll tell you. 
before we get to that ugliness, let's get to something cool. Have you ever heard of the Do Good Village? So uh, picture this. It's in Lando Lakes, Florida. And what it is, is it's a community, a hundred home community built by Tunnel to Towers. A community for who? Well, if you are a Gold Star family and dad didn't come home from Afghanistan, you have a home there. If you're a catastrophically injured veteran, you lost your legs in Iraq, you need something special, you have a smart home there built for you by Tunnel to Towers. It's not just the individual homes provided for these people. It's that they now have a community where they come together and heal together. That's where your $11 a month goes. Widows, orphans, veterans. That's what you do when you support Tunnel to Towers. 11 bucks a month. Sign up to give it automatically. You never know it's gone. T, the number two, T.org. T2T.org. Hi, I'm Robert Rogers at Parks Motor Sales Buick GMC. Parks Motor Sales was founded by my granddad, Bobby Parks, and my great-granddad, Julian Mays, in 1958. We've been family-owned the whole time, and being family-owned, locally-owned, means you get to get your next vehicle or your existing vehicle serviced by the same people who stand in the grocery line with you, drop their kids off at the same school you do, and smile and are happy to see you when they do. So come see us at Parks Motor Sales in Columbia, Tennessee on 919 Nashville Highway or ParksMotorSales.com. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. Do you have an unused car, truck, motorcycle, boat, or RV taking up space? Put it to good use by donating it to the NASCAR Foundation. Proceeds help fund medical resources for children in our racing community. Your wheels can heal. Call 844-NASCAR-9 and we'll come tow away your vehicle for free. The process is quick and your gift is tax deductible. Call 844-NASCAR-9 to donate your vehicle to the NASCAR Foundation today. Your donation will help our children survive and thrive. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio. 
And I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this Southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. This is Elf Kennedy. A few years ago, my wife, Mary Susan, and I decided to redo our study. I wanted the same comforting earth color green my grandmother had in her study when I was growing up. We didn't even have a sample. Mary Susan went to see Zeke Maddox at Columbia Paint and Wall Cover. He had my grandmother's color card on file from 1959. Today, her great-great-grandchildren play and laugh under that comforting green. Columbia Paint and Wall Cover, Zeke Maddox, 931-388-2806. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big, no tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113 or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Jesse Kelly show on a Friday. It's an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I almost forgot. We forgot to pay homage to somebody before I get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Today's a big anniversary. You don't you don't know about it, Chris? Oh, 10 years ago today. Bill de Blasio murdered a groundhog in New York. Don't you remember? You don't remember that? You don't remember this? Chris, you have to go pull up the video. Yeah, see if the audio is any good. It probably won't play on radio. I remember it like it was yesterday. He had to go out and do the, the, the politician thing, and they hand him this, this adorable groundhog named Charlotte, and de Blasio, because he's a big stupid oaf, holds up the groundhog, and he tries to you know baby finger it. I'm sure he's never had a construction job in his life. He's got these little girl hands, even though he's nine feet tall, and he just bumbles the, the, the groundhog, and groundhogs, they're not... You know, they're not house cats. They're not made to be body slammed by Bill de Blasio from 10 foot high, and the freaking thing dies. Rest in peace, Charlotte. No, I'm kidding. But seriously, de Blasio. (laughs) All right, quit. Dear Shogun Oracle, I just read a quote from Henry Kissinger that said, the reason that university politics is so vicious is because the stakes are so small. What do you think is the most vicious level of politics? Well, I wanted to talk to you about this, actually. Uh, 
Now, first of all, I need to be clear. National politics, obviously, can be pretty hard-nosed. It, it can be very, very, very hard-nosed. When I, Look, when I was running for Congress, I, I just, look, we'll make it about me. Let's talk about me for a moment. When I was running for Congress in Arizona, it was, I'll tell you, it was a lot for my family, my wife, my parents, to turn on the television set, you know, watching the NFL game, whatever, whatever people were watching, and there was, there was all of a sudden an ad about your son, about your husband, making him look like a monster. It's 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 one thing to have somebody say that about you. It's another thing to have that be on television commercials. And then you find yourself, you know, looking around. Oh my gosh, do people people don't believe that, right? Oh wow, that's really t- it was. Think about what that was like. And remember, I'd never been involved in politics before, and so we didn't. It's not like we grew up that way. It was a lot. Now I will be. I'll be honest. It never bothered me, and it still dumbfounds the wife to this day why it never bothered me. I just what people think just does not bother me. It does not. It ne- it never bothered me. I enjoyed it. I thought it was cool. I thought it meant I was in the fight. I enjoy the fight. I enjoy them hitting back. I enjoy hitting them. I I enjoy it. I like it. It makes me feel alive. That's not fun for a lot of people, though. There are a lot. Most people aren't sociopaths like I am. So that's a lot. So again, national politics that that gets to be a lot. The most vicious politics. The most vicious politics you will find, though. They're local politics. And I I was hesitant to say this because I always tell you to run for local office, but I think it's important people understand what they're getting into. And I don't want you to be afraid of it. Remember, we need you. We need you on that school board. Not the guy across the street, not another lawyer. We need you on the school board. We need you in the state house. We need you on the city council. Anyway, local politics is so vicious and it's so vicious for a couple different reasons. One of the main reasons local politics is so nasty is it comes to you where you live. And it comes to you whatever you're doing. And here's what I mean. You run for local office. You're going to run into people who hate you in the grocery store. You might run into your political opponent at church on Sunday. It gets personal. People you know, neighbors of yours, oh, they put up a yard sign for your opponent instead of you. Then you're looking across the street. Wait a minute. That's that's Susie's house. I brought her cookies when her cat got sick. What, what's Susie? What? It hurts worse because it's personal. It's where you live. It's people you know. It's people you interact with. And it's worse because the people who get into these seats, they jealously guard the power they have like you can't even imagine. The people think people think the worst politics are the most vicious politics that it's Washington, D.C. And oh yeah, that's that's very hard-nosed, but local office you take somebody who has run for city council they've been sitting on the city council for 10 years this is a human being who is used to dictating which direction the city goes now you try to take that power away from them 
They will fight you tooth and nail. And this goes way beyond places, you know, well, yeah, of course, it's New York City. This goes to small town America. I was actually swapping text messages, not yesterday, the day before, with somebody, well, doesn't matter who it is. You would know this person, but he was getting involved locally in a tiny rural town in a western state, and he got absolutely screwed by the local politicians there and they just flat out did him wrong it it looks it looks like it was probably illegal small town politics is more nasty than any other version that is the truth jesse what's your favorite moment from the uh from your years of being a radio show host favorite moment Oh, man. I'll tell you this. This is going to sound really cheesy. I don't even want... You know what? I don't even want to answer it. It's going to sound really cheesy. Okay. All right. I'll answer it, Chris. This is going to sound very cheesy, and it's going to sound like I'm a better person than I am. Uh, Trust me. I'm going to get there. I I like to have uh, some sort of meaning behind whatever I'm doing. A mission, if you will. I'm a, I'm a very mission-focused per, uh, mission person. I want a mission. I don't just want uh, this or that or career or whatever. I want a mission, a, a goal of some kind. And believe me, I know that makes me sound a lot better than I am. I'm a piece of crap, all right? But I needed a mission. It's part of the reason I joined the Marines. It's the entire reason I ran for office when I got out. It's why I stayed in politics instead of going back to work construction. When I was in, I wanted a mission. It's part of the reason I was done selling RVs after I got done with all that. It was good job, good living. I, I'm glad I did it. I needed, I needed a mission. So we started doing this, and the show ended up, it ended up blowing up to where it is now. It's crazy. It's crazy that the show is big now. I just can't believe that. Anyway, so we started doing this five years ago, and the the, the thing blew up on us. But remember, I don't do. Uh, I don't sit down and do a show for a crowd. Radio is very isolated. I'm sitting here by myself in a studio. There's Jewish producer Chris behind the glass. Producer Michael's behind the glass. But other than that, this we work in a three-man office every day. There's not cheering, cheering crowds or whatever. I don't, I don't see you laugh when you laugh. Like we don't know. So you don't really understand that the show is meaningful for people until. You start to get their interactions. Either remember we did the book tour, the book tour just blew me away. We they had they had uh, they had figured that we would be two hours at each location. It was th- four hours, and even then it was difficult to get through everyone. The lines were around the block, uh, and and you talk to these people and what they mean, what the show means to you, that floored me. And honestly, I got this text message the other day. Uh, I don't know if I should read who it's from. It was from one of our, whatever. I got this message the other day from, from an advertiser you would know. I need to tell you this. This is what he texted me. We just did a call with one of your listeners. He's a convicted felon, nonviolent drug charges, did six years. And during that time, by his words, he found Jesse Kelly and Jesus and has completely changed his life and is doing really, really well now. Uh, just know that you're doing some good work and so on. That kind of stuff, it doesn't make my day. It makes my entire life. That there's, that there's a dude right now listening to me in the joint 
and maybe for whatever reason the show has helped him turn his life around a bit he's about to turn things around and just have a changed life that it helps kids i mean we get emails from kids i listen at night when i go to sleep my mom and dad aren't doing that well i listen like that stuff that honestly i'd do it for free i'd do it for free for that that's freaking awesome all right enough of that sappiness quit Somebody's mad at DeSantis supporters. Someone else is mad at Trump. We haven't done Trump and DeSantis stuff for a while. That'll be offensive and wonderful. Let's do that real quick before we do that. Maybe offensive to you what I'm about to talk about, no matter who you support. So time to go grab your male vitality stack and buck up. You need, you need your T levels where they need to be. Otherwise, you can't ever hear these hard conversations. Get a male vitality stack in your body from Chalk. Get a female vitality stack in your body from Chalk. By the way, another great moment. Remember it happened a couple weeks ago. 67-year-old man couldn't afford a whole male vitality stack from Chalk. I reached out to Seton at Chalk. They sent him one. How freaking cool is that? No, don't email me again. He can't do that again. But they are on sale. Everything's got a huge discount through the end of February for the lifetime of the subscription. So pounce on that soon, all right? choq.com find out how much better natural herbal supplements can make your life chalk.com promo code jesse go get a subscription we'll be back what chris we can make jokes it's fine you got that right the jesse kelly show Don't let everyday aches and pains keep you from living your best life. I don't think I really understood what people meant when they talked about pain until I started feeling it myself. Start feeling better every day with Relief Factor, a daily supplement designed to support your body's fight against aches and pains. Not only do I move better without pain, I just feel better. Created by doctors, Relief Factor uses a unique formula of natural ingredients that target four metabolic pathways to address pain. Relief Factor doesn't just mask aches and pains, it helps reduce or even eliminate them. Today, I do the things I love and it doesn't occur to me to think about pain. You can feel the difference all day, every day. Join the over 1 million people who have tried Relief Factor's three-week quick start kit. It's only $19.95 and comes with our feel better or your money back guarantee. Visit relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. As players, Matt Barnes and Steven Jackson were among the NBA's most intense competitors. Today, their voices remain widely respected by current pros on All the Smoke. The podcast where Matt and Steven provide firsthand insights into the pressing issues facing today's athletes. You know, I think the premise of this show is to keep it real and talk about, you know, sports, but also life, culture, things that affect us, things that affect our children, our friends, our family, the world. Hear from the biggest personalities in sports media. When they question my blackness, first of all, do you know who I am? Do you know what battles that I have fought in corporate America to facilitate opportunities for black people? And stories about your favorite players that you won't expect. You'll never guess the position I played, bro. Fullback. Fullback. <laughs> you did. <laughs> it's your little yeah. ass out there. I had six touchdowns in one season. I took pride in that. Listen to All the Smoke wherever you get your podcasts. 
veteran news anchor Ron Burgundy returns with the Ron Burgundy podcast to take on the most pressing and exciting topics of our day, along with his co-host and producer, Carolina Barlow. Get the truth about the stories that affect your life, as only Ron Burgundy can deliver it. I've heard it said, perhaps by me, that you can earn a degree listening to my podcast. That's what I heard from my source, that is myself. This is hard-hitting, no-holds-barred news. I am a trusted source for so many people out there. People think of me as a comforting, compassionate, welcoming presence in their homes. This is the special brand of honest, to-the-point reporting you've come to expect from Ron Burgundy. I don't know whether it's the timbre of my voice, measured tone, or my musky personal scent, but I've never felt more loved as a broadcaster than right now. Listen to the Ron Burgundy Podcast, Season 4, wherever you get your podcasts. When it's all about the money, you gotta do it right. On the How to Money Podcast, investors Joel and Matt talk tips and tricks for handling the money you have in a purposeful, thoughtful way that works for your lifestyle, so you can really start living a rich life. HSAs are the best retirement account out there. Better than 401ks and even our beloved Roth IRA. Blasphemy! (laughs) (laughs) And most folks, they have access to these HSAs, but they don't even realize the sweet triple tax advantage that they offer. Listen to How to Money wherever you get your podcasts. Technology and modernity buried some pretty cool stuff. But the new podcast, Bear Grease, rediscovers some of the things time's forgotten. Host and outdoor expert Clay Newcomb explores the culture, tradition, and history of rural America. When do we believe that dogs were first domesticated? 20,000 years is like the genetic signatures for a dog up here. Listen to Bear Grease, part of the Meat Eater Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. We have so much more to get to on a Friday and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We're going to talk about human nature and conquest. Someone wants to know why someone like Vladimir Putin tries to conquer things. We're going to talk about entertainment creating it. Right now, though, there are a couple of different questions. DeSantis and Trump talk. We haven't done that in forever. Which one should we do first, Chris? We'll, we'll deal with this guy first because it's the top of my stack. Hey, Jesse. What do you think of DeSantis supporters who not only say they sit out in November, but they're actively trying to destroy President Trump on social media to the benefit of Biden? They openly admit they want the country to crash and burn with Biden as long as Trump doesn't get reelected. Okay. All right. There's a lot to this, so let's dig in here. First and foremost, you mentioned that it's on social media. Now, I will throw up, I try to throw up a few things a day on Twitter. I don't really have any of the other social media stuff. I have them, but I don't have them on my phone. I never really look at them. I'm never there. But you know what I don't do? I don't spend a lot of time on social media. And here's why. Let me explain. It can give you an extremely false sense of how things are going how people think, how people really react. I warned everyone in the very beginning of the primary. I warned everyone, Trump supporters and DeSantis supporters. I warned you all what would happen. 
the candidates themselves, you should toss all the mud at the candidate you oppose. That's what a primary is for. But I warned you, the people in the opposing camp, the supporters, they're your people. They just support someone different. Trump supporters and DeSantis, I've been to a Trump rally. I've been to a DeSantis event. I know the people. They're all the same. They're the same people. You want the same things. Slightly different. Obviously, some value different things because they are two very different men. But the people, if you're a Trump fan, the DeSantis people are not your enemy. If you're a DeSantis fan, the Trump people are not your enemy. But here's what happened in that primary. In the primary, it never got extremely competitive. Trump never got close, or DeSantis never got close enough to Trump. It did, however, get vicious between the supporters themselves. It went from, if you're a DeSantis supporter, I hate Trump and the vax stuff, or, or if you're a Trump supporter, I hate DeSantis and he's disloyal. It went from that to, you're a stupid idiot, loser, I hate you for supporting Trump, I'll kill you. It turned into that kind of craziness. It turned into people being terrible to the supporters of others. And here's the thing. We love, especially dudes, I don't want to speak for women here, but especially dudes, we love uh, drastic things and we love extreme things. Dudes love movies like uh, Man on Fire. You ever see that movie? It's a great Denzel Washington movie. You never saw it, Chris? It's right up your alley. Dude, he's a killer. He's an assassin and they managed to make him mad and he just goes around killing a bunch of people. Like putting explosives up their butts and stuff like that. Crazy stuff. Now, that's obviously not ideal. You don't want to go around killing people and stuff like that. But dudes love that movie. You know, John Wick. I'm going to go shoot a bunch of people in the face because my dog died. That's a little extreme, but we love that stuff. And in politics, we love things like this. This is what I, you'll see this a lot. No, we're going scorched earth on them. We're going scorched earth. No, it's time to go scorched earth on DeSantis supporters. Well, that's fine. The problem with scorched earth is the earth tends to be scorched when you're done. If you start throwing nails at the supporters on the other side, and both sides did it, so don't say, so, I didn't, I didn't, maybe you didn't, both sides did it. It quickly descended into a fight of supporters instead of the candidates themselves. You start in on that, well, sometimes those wounds don't just heal up. In 15 minutes. Now I do want to come back to this. Remember. Social media is not reflective. Of the attitude of most people. Are there DeSantis supporters. Who will not support Trump ever again. Of course. Not just because of the primary. Half the reason a lot of DeSantis supporters. Are DeSantis supporters. Is because they have real axes to grind. Of various kinds with Trump. Are there some that will never support him again. Of course. Is that the vast majority? No, it's not. It's not. The vast majority are planning on voting for Trump this November. Don't sit in stress about what one dude on Facebook or whatever said. I'm never voting Trump again. There are some people out there like that for sure. 
are there a bunch of them? It's not the it's not the majority. No, no, it's not. But in a primary, when you take the guns away from the candidates themselves and you start aiming those guns at the supporters of the other guy, people don't get over that right away. Lots of times they don't get over that right away. And that's the way it goes. Again, scorched earth sounds great until you need to plant some crops after the war. And then you find out, wow, the earth is scorched. Who did that? All right. Now, someone else, that was a a pro-Trump guy. This guy's mad at Trump about primaries. He wants to talk about Trump and Trump primaries, creating entertainment. We have so much to get to. We also have to, again, have another little chat about Janet Yellen coming out and just flat out admitting that, oh, we're not, we're not even trying to get prices How down. do you convince Americans and voters that those prices might not go back to where they were before the pandemic? Well, I think most um, Americans know that pri- prices um, are not likely to fall. It's not the Fed's objective to um, try to push the level of prices back to where they were. Yeah, uh, please get some gold or silver, please. Oxford Gold, they handle this stuff for you, and they handle it for you in a straightforward and easy way. I've got, I've got emails here, all kinds of emails from people talking about the ease with which Oxford will get gold in your hands. They'll get it in your retirement. You don't have to stress how to do any of these things. Oxford handles it all. This is for normal people. Give them a call. They can't give you financial security unless you call them 833-995-GOLD. 833-995-GOLD. Two hours left. Hello, it's Tiffany Boyd with Free Your Children, and we are excited about our new home here at WKOM FM 101.7. Free Your Children will be airing Saturday at 4 p.m. and Sunday at 7 p.m. We hope you will join us as we share the truth in love about education. We will also be discussing parental rights, constitutional rights, and educational rights. You can also subscribe to the Free Your Children podcast wherever you get your podcast. Oasis Liquors offers the best selection of wine and spirits in southern Middle Tennessee. Owner Terry Boatwright believes in integrity and responsibility. He welcomes all customers who are 21 years of age or older and have valid ID. He urges everyone to drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. Please use a designated driver. Oasis Liquors is open seven days a week, Monday through Thursday, 8 to 9, Friday and Saturday open later, and Sunday, 11 to 7. Visit Oasis Liquors at 404 West James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia. Oh, and don't forget to ask Terry about the wine pairings for your next meal. This is Jumpin' Joe Wiley, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia.